When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the friend zone. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. The biggest challenges for me is trying to figure out what to cook for dinner nightly, you know, just night after night. What is it going to be tonight? Night, night, Relatable content. Okay. <laughs> because let me tell you something. Just like she, first of all, that was Aretha Franklin. Uh, we all know that Aretha Franklin, one of the greatest things about her was her personality in interviews, right? Mm-hmm. Because she would always just find a way to showcase her com- her comedic skills. She would always find a way to just throw people off, but not in a, a rude way, but just in an interesting, fun way that really made the interviews come to life. That was an example. That was a clip of Aretha being interviewed. And obviously, the interviewer had asked her, well, one of the biggest challenges, you know, in, in making these monster, you know, timeless classic hits was or whatever. So she went to scratching her. This is when Aretha had got all fat and didn't give a fucking shit. And she was just like, you know what I'm saying? I'm Aretha motherfucking Franklin. So it is what it is, you know, <laughs> sun's out, tits out. So she, okay. Aretha, was, she was scratched. She went to scratching her head. She had a short wig on. So when she scratched it, the whole thing like moved from side to side, which made it even funnier. So she was scratching back her head. She's like, the biggest challenges for me. <laughs> just trying to figure out what to cook for dinner, you know, nightly, you know, just <laughs> night after night. What's it going to be tonight? And when she said it, <laughs> when you think about it, you'd be like, damn. Because I'll be going to the grocery store. I get the same shit, make the same, you know, six meals, you know what I'm saying? Listen. Buy the same juice. It's always the same shit, you know, just nightly, you know, just night after night. What's it going to be tonight? You know what I'm saying? And that's some real shit. Like, what is I going to eat tonight? Damn, breakfast is really not a struggle because everybody eats the same shit for breakfast. It's kind of like the thing to do. You don't really switch your breakfast up. You know, you got right. to stay I'll 10 toes. You got to stand on it. I eat breakfast for dinner. Shit, I love breakfast. I was about to say, I like I'm breakfast. I'm not a big I breakfast a, person. I love breakfast. Such a variety. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. See, y'all can I don't keep, have this problem at breakfast. Y'all can keep you the pancakes. Y'all can keep French toast. Y'all can keep toast. Man, it's blasting. You can have an egg No, I like a. Give me a bowl of fruit or a smoothie and I'm good. I don't much ado about nothing. We're going to I'll the take grill. That. Just give me some We're meat going to, to the go griddle cafe. We're going to get us some big pancakes with a lot of chicken well, you sausage. Get butter, but I'm getting the salted butter. And then, friend, we're going to get <laughs> like salty. syrup and ooh, breakfast meat. Breakfast is just glow. Food. Ooh, and glorious then I love a good flavored food. syrup. Ooh, it's incredible. <laughs> but the point is, I felt what Aretha was saying. You know, it's a struggle figuring out what the fuck you're going to eat every night. So I just felt like that was something y'all could relate to. So I wanted to share it. And that was she coming from trip. the grave. 
Okay. <laughs> you hear me? Her word is bond. You hear me? <laughs> okay. So with that being said, welcome to the friend zone. Jesus. Your weekly and posthumous. Look into all things mental health, mental wellness, and mental hygiene. Because who in the hell or hopefully the heavens wants a musty brain? Hey y'all, how y'all doing? Hey friend, how you doing, girl? Birthday oh, girl! Happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to ya. Yes, friend. Happy birthday, friend. Thank you so much. Tell us where you've been, what you've been doing, or what you want to tell us. Oh my god, it was it was a great right. It was a great birthday. I have to um right. Shout out to my partner. He did his thing. I told y'all he was like, if you could give me. Friday to Tuesday, mm-hmm. just carve it out. If you trust me with your 40th birthday, which is a big birthday, y'all know how particular I am. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. I hope he said it too. I hope he put a little real nigga on it too. Like, hey, don't make no plans. Friday oh, you know to Tuesday. You, you know what I'm know how he <laughs> Don't go. You ain't doing nothing Friday to Tuesday. And yeah, he's like, if you, you trust know? me, because he knows that I'm such a planner and a bit controlling and need mm-hmm. everything to be like, you know, do, 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 do. And he mm-hmm. was like, for once, just like, just go Let with it. Someone take care of it and take care of you and just like be present. That's go your on only the funky job. Expedition. Funky right. Expedition. <laughs> uh. And it was incredible. We pulled up to this, you know, the A-frame cabins that they look like this. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Shape like an A. It was an A-frame cabin in the mountains, riverfront. So Ooh. when you got to the deck, it's just a river. That's all you see with the mountains with the snow caps. That's the expensive one. Go ahead. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, oh, you did good. That's a good I already That's know how the cost. Living la vida luxa. Okay. <laughs> no, honestly, it was beautiful. And then, you know what? Shout out to Jade because mm-hmm. the two of them partnered up for the menu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she helped him with some recipes and some new things to try because I told y'all he loves to cook. And so... Uh, she was showing him some things that she learned in school and just like some things she thought was a good idea. So, so they dope. put together a menu for the whole thing. So every day he was like, okay, you know, these are your options. And it was just amazing. It was That's like, so I didn't have to lift a finger. Every meal was cooked. Every dish was washed. Uh, this is incredible. Everything was just awesome. Yeah, it was just really nice. It felt like that's how I deserve to be treated, which... I usually am, but it felt nice. <laughs> like like Tupac said, it's all about you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's, what it, that's what you need. But it was beautiful. The views, you know, we went um, to the neighboring towns, which was so random, just <laughs> mm-hmm. like exploring. We ended up that's finding cool. a, a horse farm by accident because I saw these horses. I was like, oh, man, I wish I could get like some, you know, video of them because it was so majestic and, you know, running through the mountains with the snow caps it was just like straight out of a damn book and fucking narnia and so (laughs) him being him turns into the farm starts going down the road of the farm i was like no 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 i was like don't do that don't do that what if it's some like white man with a shotgun or some shit dude turns out to be this old man from new york what are the odds (laughs) wow (laughs) (laughs) he's been living there for 30 years 
owns this horse farm. He said he walked away from New York, you know, just because he wanted something different. It sounded very much like us. What's he saying for him? Bitch, me too, bitch. <laughs> you know, ended up being homies. Like, he was just so nice. He told us he owned, um, I think it was like 30 acres of land. Wow. Damn. And he told us, like, please feel free to walk around and hang with the horses. He showed us a different path that was like a nice hike. There was like a lookout of another body of water. He was so wow. sweet, really really old man from new york you know he he had that new york accent he was like yeah yeah, yeah welcome to land you know like just super cute felt like a piece of home in that moment so a lot of like little things like that that were really random but like special i love charming. random days just like that charming, charming. Yeah. yeah and and obviously the hikes and the views and just the attention it was just super beautiful so i brought it in after that hike girl oh you know it daily (laughs) (laughs) that's on my rider as a partner (laughs) 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 he are the things no but i i was really thankful and just how much love y'all all all showed me oh my god guys so crystal sends me this video and it's everybody together which almost made me cry because i feel like i haven't seen everyone together yeah. like that in so long because everyone's lives you know everyone's doing different things colorful moves, lives such colorful <laughs> lives but it was all of y'all and everyone kind of went around and it was just so sweet to see your faces and made me miss y'all so much little piece of home but it was perfect, perfect, perfect. Well, I think I, I brought in my new decade and my new year exactly how it should have been. And I'm excited for what 40 means. What? I can't believe where? I'm 40 years old. Is like, that not the weirdest shit? I'm just I'm glad it's still y'all been worrying about y'all age. Y'all just telling people y'all older just Because to... we look cute. Like, I mean, not and that 40 is Mine cute. still work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad mine still work. But we are different 40. Right. I feel like every generation looks younger, right? Because remember the 20-year-olds of, like, our parents' generation? They looked yeah. a little hard, Everybody you know? looked like Mahalia Jackson. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, you but watch those documentaries, up- it'll be like... Um, Motown people, and then mm-hmm. they're like, he was 19. You're like, whoa. <laughs> 1993? There's always like a, it has to be a group of like some old looking people or something like that. Cause I remember like even us growing up, people be like, that must be something in the water, something in the food. And then like now looking, it's like, Mm, is it? Because looking at y'all, I'm like, damn, I can't. I'm looking forward to 40. Shit. Yeah, we're still babies. We're still babies. And I think of like, like I was saying, I think in last week's episode, when we look at the 29 year olds that are losing their shit because they're about to turn 30. And I'm like, you have nothing to worry about. 30s are awesome. The best years of my life. Literally so, so much fun. Me looking back, obviously, I think 20s was just like, spectacular because it was a hot mess which was like fun it was just pure chaos <laughs> but 30s was like i said that type of fun but a little more grounded with a little more money so and it's a different type fun. of independence when you're mm-hmm. in your 30s it's like a it's a different experience of independence than you have when, when you're so excited about being independent in your 20s and your 30s right. it's a different i don't know how to explain it you just better hope you make it <laughs> 
And Asante, <laughs> Asante still got half his thirties to go, which is fun. You're in a good, you're in a good age. Turn good it space. up, crank it up, slam your yes. head against the wall. Just <laughs> I'll be lucky to make the Take lots of pictures. Take lots of pictures and videos. That's one and thing I feel like I didn't do enough. And do a lot of stuff where you can't have a camera. <laughs> Check. <laughs> Done. <laughs> so with that check. being said, it was a great birthday, and thank you to all my friends for all the love too. Y'all, are, y'all made me feel special. We love you so much, friend. Home, and all the I listeners too. I love you guys too. The listeners, my uh, Twitter was on fire. <laughs> I was like, y'all is so sweet, and my Instagram, the DMs, emails, you name it. Thank you so much. I felt the love. But Dustin, you have this week's Black Business for us. I sure do have it. And let me tell you something. You know who else has it? Allure. Because the black business (laughs) that I'm about to share with y'all, they were voted the 2020 and 2021 Allure Magazine Best of Beauty winners. Okay? This is a natural hair care line called Rucker Roots. Rucker Roots. So first first of all, you can find them on Instagram at Rucker Roots. R-U-C-K-E-R. And then Roots, like the movie. Um, (laughs) And your hair. (laughs) Anyway, um, black woman owned, black black owned, excuse me, female founded and 100% vegan. So this is vegan healthcare, vegan beauty brand that has won awards. And I know that's important to some of y'all who believe in that. So go to their (laughs) Instagram page. They have all sorts of items. Um, They have men's care, men's uh, shave care, all this stuff. Uh, The men's gift set that has the beard hair. Uh, and face wash and a complete oh, set of, of grooming I products order specifically that. for men. Yeah. Absolutely. Rucker Roots. That sounds like a good gift. Yes. And the word Rucker is fun to say because it's very close. It's a close cousin to fucker. So it's just a pleasant and fun word. Rucker <laughs> Roots. You know, Rucker <laughs> Roots. You got to say it like that when you say the line. It's Rucker Roots. It just gives you a confidence, you know, and a strength when you are applying the product to your body. So Rucker Roots is the line. Again, Allure Magazine and gave them the crown, so I know you can give it up in themselves. Um, Rucker Roots on Instagram, you can find all the links you need there. Support these black women with their black-owned, female-founded, 100% vegan uh, hair care products line. So shout out to Rucker Roots and you ladies, y'all doing y'all damn thing. That's it for this week's Black Business of the Week. Perfect. Last week's episode titled Old National. Thank you, Dustin. <laughs> and that it really resonated with the people. You see, they really they understood the My the, favorite the part was when people got to why we named it that and they yeah. was like, oh hell, y'all are hell. <laughs> That's Dustin, okay. So last week's episode was a shoot this shit episode. There was no hot button, <clears throat> excuse me, no segments, just whatever wanted to come through. Y'all always like brace yourself. That's fire truck, ambulance, and high <laughs> right Oh, I'm coming through. <laughs> so, Asante, who stood out to you? Well, I have a couple of tweets that I would like to share. I was on the Twitter streets Ooh, for once. I feel like you're never in the Twitter streets. I'm fly. literally you never in the Twitter me. streets. <laughs> <laughs> I do not be in the Twitter streets, but uh, I just want to shout out to. Uh, I want to throw it back a couple episodes to the severance episode, uh, a chip poom poom, excuse me. <laughs> um, just because how can you not say that yeah, title? Just a great show. Shout out to at experience underscore TNT. 
they say, I love that at hey, Asante on at friends on pod makes us stretch our thought process of what we would and wouldn't do, especially when it comes to technology slash sci-fi. Mm-hmm. I just always want to interest. I just always want to enter these uh, conversations into the orbit just to see how we, we would react, because it's always funny to see our our you know, the world from our perspective. That's mm-hmm. how I feel. Um, I also wanted to give a shout out to well, a lot of you love the artist. <laughs> yeah, I want to give a I shout out. A lot of love for that this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, I want to give a shout out to at Miss Joy L. Girlfriend, I thought Jojo Sipa was a Nigerian Afrobeats artist. I was like, damn, their music must be hot. Was not expecting what I saw. <laughs> first of all, what Dustin entering. First of all, <laughs> Jojo being entered into the conversation for that haircut, then Fran and that segue, it just speaking my truth. It just all was so much. It was a great moment. (laughs) And and then someone told me maybe I'm confusing her for Tiwa Savage. I'm like, no, I know who that is. Are you kidding? She's iconic. You maybe maybe they. No. But I yes, that's what I found I out there in the Twitter streets. Uh, Fran, what did you find out there in them streets? So before whichever I jump, streets. right, whichever streets, because we have like four at this point. Okay. Uh, before I jump into that, I wanted to tell you that I saw everything everywhere all at once. The movie. I saw it too. Did you see it? I did. Are we doing an episode? I mean, I'm down. I mean, okay. well, I wasn't going to do it for Look this. at Dustin. <laughs> He's just looking up at the ceiling like, oh. I don't even know it. how, I don't even know what he's going to think of it. I don't think Dustin would like it. I think he'd probably leave maybe halfway because I, okay. <laughs> it was not an easy watch for me, I have to admit. I was going to, see, first, I have thoughts and opinions it too. It was so. nothing that I thought. And obviously we won't go in too deep. It's just a quick overview. It wasn't what I thought. I thought it was going to be more on the like interstellar you know, like that wave of seriousness. I didn't but, realize but it was know, like a camp. You know how campy comedy. it was? It was campy like I Heart Huckabees. Exactly. And <laughs> you know that that type of humor, it doesn't really align with me. So uh-huh. I was like, it was missing. And I was sitting there like, and my partner was like, giving me that look like, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready when you are. Type <laughs> and I was like, no, I want to watch it. You made him sit through... For- I did. He walked out this of there movie, and was silent. I was like, you could be mad at me for like 30 minutes. Just this movie out. was like <laughs> two hours and 40 minutes. And it was long. And we, we caught the like... Some, we gonna do an episode. Hell it was, and you know, we old. And I caught the like eight o'clock show, not knowing it was that long. Ooh, <laughs> Same. You know, it'd be dark outside. You'd be like, ooh, I need to go home. <laughs> Child, but, after Alamo getting twisted, okay? But there, oh, what I will say is there was a lot of gems in the ridiculousness of that movie. And there was like a part that completely made me cry. The, (laughs) you know, the mother daughter wound is always going to get me. Yes. It was the rocks. I cried. (laughs) And my partner was extra annoyed because he was like, I know you. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm not going to lie. When I first saw the rocks, I was pissed. (laughs) I was pissed when I first seen the rocks. I can't um, what can I say? I Yo, no, we actually got to talk about this. Friend. We do. Okay, so we, we'll have an episode, we, but I just wanted to no, put it out there. No, y'all can talk about it now. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> While you're on the subject, you might as well go ahead and continue. Go ahead. So I think I have mixed feelings, but mm-hmm. for the most part, 
there were things that I walked away with that hit for sure. And Ty, Ty emails me because we were going back and forth about edits for last week's episode. And then he was like, did you see it? I was like, I did. And we were going back and forth about like just a mess of a movie it was. But worth seeing, I think it's like interestingly different. It is interestingly different. Yes, for sure. Because I had a lot of issues with it as well. But I do believe that very same takeaways as you, friend. I would pay to see it with Dustin. When I tell you (laughs) pay, good money, too. (laughs) (laughs) Just if we could make a reaction video in a theater, that would be we should do that for Patreon. You know what? I think we should. Is there a way to do that? Because I would pay. Wait, Asante, imagine Dustin's face in the hot dog scene. (laughs) Which one of the hot dog scenes? Just the first time it comes on screen. Because, (laughs) honestly, And Kathy, what's her name? Kathy Lee, not Gifford. No, I'm saying the wrong name. The actress, the older actress. Was she in this movie? Yeah, that she was... The IRS lady, oh, the auditor. I don't know what that lady's name was, but she needs Kathy an award. Hughes from Radio One. No, she, what was the one that she was like? Oh my God, we know, I know who, who you're talking about. I, just, I didn't know her name. Like I saw her, and I had no idea who she was. But I was like, this bitch needs an award. <laughs> like, like right she, now. I mean, she's iconic. I can't Kathy believe. Kathy Bates. No, hold on. This is gonna bother me. Oh my God, that was Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. That was Jamie Lee Curtis. I'm over here saying that's why she was going to town like that. Lee. Fucking Curtis is now, in this plane. I, I watch anything with Jamie Lee Curtis. No, but it. you will be I love Jamie stunned Lee at the Everybody role Everybody loves played. Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Iconic. Curtis mean a lot to black people. Yo, Iconic. wait a minute. Hold on. Yes, first, you didn't realize. First of all, <laughs> that's hell of an actress she is. That's some mm-hmm. character work for your ass. Okay. Because I just saw this, you know, disgruntled worker and here. got into her as a character. Didn't even connect the that MP. she could have been anybody, let alone. But they were, you know what? Honestly, knowing that that was her makes me appreciate it a little bit more. Even more. But I feel like a lot of the chaos about it that was uncomfortable for me. It actually added to what the story was trying to tell, but I wasn't ready to receive some of it through their campy lens because their lens was, it was campy and then a little twisted up over to the side to the left. And I was like, mm. it was, it was, it was told interestingly. I don't yeah, know how I, else to describe the absurdity it. was supposed to add to it or, or mm-hmm. make sense of how we make sense of, you know, a lot of the traumas that we deal with and chaos and the bullshit. And then even the switching, uh, and the lead actress, she's so Michelle iconic. Yo. Michelle Yeoh, she's from Love her. Uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, like iconic movies. She's on Star Trek Discovery. Oh, well, she was on Star Trek Discovery. I don't know if her So to see her so she, play she this character. She MTV raps. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> that would have been the shit. To see her play this character that's silly for her. You know, like you don't usually see her in roles like that. It was fun. I thought that was fun. I thought Even- she's probably having a fucking blast. She's like older now. You know, she can kind of do whatever the fuck she wants. And that's what it felt like. I thought that part was really cool. Her and uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. I right. thought them doing the campy, silly scenes. <laughs> I was like, they're having fun right now at this age. They're like, not everything got to be so damn serious, you know? I love Michelle Yeoh because she does always play. She plays like a range of emotions in every one of her characters. And I loved how she was so... 
like kind of demure and then she was like on this ride of you know what she wanted her life to be and then having yeah. to go through all the emotions of what it could have been or what it was in different places like and the daughter high. that yeah, actress daughter. is a star i think yes, she is this is gonna be a, a breakout role for her because she did the hell out of those scenes yes, like the ones did. where they were jumping in and out of timelines and she was Even like a dancer she and she was a wrestler Right, I knew Jumping it was going... in and out of timeline. Yes, I, knew it was I thought it was just a crazy ass story. Y'all got me. It is, but it's like a ju- a timeline jump movie of like the different possibilities of your life, and so she was jumping timelines like past, present, future, different versions of who she could have been based on what decisions she made. Because you know, every little decision turns you into a different trajectory. So mm-hmm. that's really what it was about, and just like are you happy with those decisions and where you ended up? And if not, how can you change that around? But the, the girl that played the daughter was fire. Mm-hmm. She really was. I got to give it to her. I'd never seen her before. And she held that character. Like she was a vet in the game. So, which she, she possibly could be. Motherfucker. <laughs> I ain't going to lie to you. Truly. I'm probably going to watch it again. I don't know that I will, but I enjoyed I know, what I saw. I know it was, it was, what like, did they do I with the high dogs? Have my, <laughs> I have, <laughs> I it's, have my issues with it, but it. I love the information, so I, I have to just continue to like build on that. But yeah, that's that's what, what they saying. do with the hot dogs? They shoved them up their ass. Or no, something? it was a timeline of life where the hot dogs were a part of our body in a certain way. In what way? You, you have, have to see you, it. No, I don't. <laughs> like in, in what in what way? What well, the, people, the people listening well, have to see. Spoiler alert! No, the spoiler people listening alert. have to see. It. Okay, yeah, because it ruins it. It won't sound it, funny. It, it's if you really say something it. random. No, it's, it's just oh um, yeah, hot oh. dogs. Yeah, so people are trying to do things. <laughs> what a dumb. And like, if it wasn't, and and imagine Jamie Lee Curtis with her serious self. Like, but that shit pissed me off. Well, it didn't piss me off, but it was like, see, that's why I'm saying the absurdity adds to it. The right that have to do with anything in this alternate world. This IRS agent who she hates. Sorry to continue to spoil. It's like in this different, this alternate world. This IRS agent who she hates actually is someone who she's grown to love. But it, it just so happens to be this alternate world where they have. Yeah, it was up, her lover in a diff- in an so alternate like, timeline. Yeah, I was just so, like, well, so y'all had to throw this different anatomy in here too. Like y'all couldn't just let us soak up the other lesson. Like it better tie into the damn story. You know what's funny? I I was watching an episode because I was like, yo, I I realized I hadn't watched an episode of Jesus and Mero mm-hmm. um, on Showtime. Shout out to them first of all. Yeah. And they had Michelle on it as the guest. And why they all have the hot dogs? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't interview her. <laughs> I was like, these dudes are so fucking Damn, crazy. And she really one. sat there with them doing the interview. <laughs> Funny to me. But let's go ahead and move on because that is not what today's show is about. That's like interviewing um, Beyonce. <laughs> and putting on one of them teal and orange friend suede costumes they used to have one on a red carpet. What was like Medea Awards. Like Medea yeah. when he, at the end of the movie. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but let's get back to the show because we love it. When did you find out there in them streets? <laughs> so <laughs> I was in the Patreon streets. And now I want to make sure I'm saying your name right. I don't know if you're Shy Nasty or Shynasty. 
but I want to give a shout out to both. Just never know with our people. So Shinesty or Shinasty said, Fran, what have you been using on your skin? It's been glowing lately. It really has. I'm mad y'all both out. I think it has. I'm going to keep going. I think it has to do with being out here. You can't. And not in a densely populated city. You know, I'm around trees. After all this goddamn rigmarole, it could be shinesty. You don't know. I don't know why. I don't want to say nothing. And I feel Shinesty, <laughs> if that is their name, that would be kind of fire. Her That's mom a fire did ass that. name, hell yeah! Especially if you're from Chicago, <laughs> your name Shinesty, like Dynasty, but shy like Chicago, like Shinesty. Her mom Even did if it's that. shy like the group, and it's fire. <laughs> <laughs> but Shinesty, I'm actually going to share uh, during the wellness segment it's one of the products. Nasty, if you like. <laughs> oh my god, we have to do this again. One of the products <laughs> that I have recently started using. Oh, you shine nasty. <laughs> Nasty, nasty, shy, <laughs> shy to see ya. Yo, Asante oh, is been laughing for like five minutes straight. All right, that's right. I am going to share one of the products I recently swapped out that I think is contributing, but I will say I think it's just because I'm out here, not in dirty ass New York. My skin right. is just happy. Let's just be real. <laughs> Miss y'all. So <laughs> let's jump into. Oh no, Dustin, you have your Twitter streets. Would you find? I do because y'all do this to me all the time. I'll never be saying that, but y'all be skipping my <laughs> tweets, and the people are sick of it. <laughs> Especially on a day like today. Especially today, <laughs> because yesterday was a a day in Twitter history. Do you guys know about what happened on Twitter yesterday? No, because I was slightly out the loop. A lot of things happened on Twitter yesterday. There was a story that went viral about what I and also at It's Just underscore Steven like to call a Bronx entanglement. Are you Uh, familiar? uh, Latino Latino world star hip hop? Yes, sir. What? So so yesterday, look at these three people right here. Yep. Yep. Okay. Okay. Oh, Friend, you ain't you don't know nothing about this. You ain't seen the videos no. or nothing. Ooh, so I this gentleman in the chain. I'm this cool. gentleman in the chain the right here. Okay. Was that is his uh partner, the young lady in the blue. They have a, a small child together. This young man with the curly hair is a popular hairstylist in the Bronx. The gentleman in the white t-shirt and the hairstylist were discovered in the following video together that I'm about to show you. That will make it make sense. Um, just one second. In this video. Oh, you ain't showing the first so one. As you can see, this is Wait, the first I... one. No, that's the second one. No, this is the only one. So as you can see, he was discovered in the car. Uh, it looks like his back was against the door, and she may have opened the door up to his surprise. Okay, and he tumbled out into so the car. Lost. I was like, he "How was is he in under the car?" The car? <laughs> he was in the car, and she came out and caught them 
caught him mm-hmm. in the car and was cursing him out. So she opened the door and pulled him out. <gasps> and his pants was already like that because of what he was doing in the mm-hmm. car. Wow. While he was fucking around in the car. Now, so as you can see, there's a there's a lot of cussing going on. And that's her you know. hairstylist? Well, I don't know if that's her hairstylist, but it's a popular oh. hairstylist in the Bronx because people have done, you know, obviously their investigative reporting on Twitter. And one of the the funny, the craziest finds that I stumbled across. So this video made the rounds, obviously, because it's <laughs> such a, you know, salacious, scandalous. Oh, Lord. Fran, what's she saying to him? A lot of things I can't say. <laughs> and it's hidden. She's just telling him he's dirty and disgusting. And she's holding the baby. And that she's putting this on. <laughs> oh, my gosh. She told the baby, look at your dad. Why would you tell the baby, look at your dad? And the dude is sitting there next to Fran, what's that, Kairoso? Asqueroso, like you're disgusting. Asqueroso. So, so look, she yanked him out the car. Oh, she yanked him, okay. Oh, Jesus. And then it picks up from where you showed. Listen to that baby. Okay. This so, is a lot. Oh my. So this, so this, this went viral yesterday <laughs> on Twitter, up. right? It went viral. Okay. So mm-hmm. people obviously looked up the people that were involved. Of course, they found their social media accounts. Whatever, right? Yeah. There's another angle that the that's the dude. That's the dude. How the hell they got the other angle? That's the dude that's in the car. The dude that was in the car obviously started recording. The oh hairstyle. my now, god. This is what so I crazy. found the funniest, right? So after this goes viral, like it's all over the like, internet. A, People from all over are talking camera. about it. It's not just a New York thing, right? Mm-hmm. I guess the young man, his name is like Kus, Kukas or Kukas or whatever. He, Sounds the one that right. was, not the one that was in the relationship, but the other one. Mm-hmm. He was in a club in the Bronx yesterday and people saw that it was him. Look, listen to what they, they started say cheering. Friend. <gasps> They're chanting his no. name, <laughs> and look at him! Look, look. <laughs> yo, only in the fucking Bronx. I that. <laughs> and so, shout out to at it's itz bk dude with two e's. It's bk dude. Who said, wait, the other guy is becoming a local celebrity in the BX and, <laughs> and attached that video of he the guy Kuka, who was in the, who, who was spotted in a nightclub in the Bronx and oh, was met God. with rousing chants and, and, you know, applause. So this was one of those days like back when um, Sharkeisha punched that girl, oh, you know, and all, this is one of those moments where everybody was united in Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Where everybody oh, was man. united in Twitter, um, and you know it's just it's just one of those moments. So if you did not know, again, know now. the video that you need to look up, uh, you can go to at it's just underscore Stephen S T E V E N. Uh, they have a tweet that says a Bronx entanglement with a picture of the three parties involved, <laughs> and from that thread and the responses, you can find all the other videos you need. Um, and that is it for the Twitter streets this week. I just want to give you guys a little Twitter. So, I mean, it's the streets. So I figure let's take it to the streets. Let's talk about some street shit. Thank I'm you. Sick. I have a very ghetto fire Twitter, and a lot of that came through. Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney bundle with new movies and series. 
On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. Okay, so that's it for <laughs> our intro. So let's jump into this week's episode. So now, with turning 40, 40, mm, 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 such a distinguished mm. age. <laughs> We are struggling with this reality, but it, you know me, it made me take some time out and reflect on, we maybe had an episode four or five years ago where the question I asked you guys was if you, if all of your exes were put into a room together. Yeah, I remember that episode. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You should see their faces. Those of you watching, Um, what would they say about you? And not to say that perception, you know, how people view you is necessarily the truth either, because everyone's going to view you differently based on their interactions Actually, mine with you. I had the same POV. <laughs> based on the interactions with you, based on who they are, where they're at mentally, emotionally, everyone's going to have a different experience. And that's what's so interesting about being a human, right? Because one person can view you like, oh, another person could be like that was the worst fucking experience i've ever had with a human being and all of them can be true all of them can be a lie (laughs) 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 so i wanted to kind of with all these years that have passed circle back to that conversation right um not just with romantic partners though yeah it's good we're older now so i want to do it in four parts i want to do Oh my Romantic God. partners, everything, past, everywhere, past all at once in present. our business. Exactly, past and present, uh, business. Like, what would people say if you know everyone you've worked with, whether it's been campaigns, meetings, creative ventures, uh, friendships too, friends you've fallen out with, friends that you've gotten back with, friends that you've always been there solid, new friends you've created, and then family, whether it's nuclear family you know your close-knit or the people Gay around family. you like <laughs> oh that that's included i mean shit families what you make it right Pose. so Pose. <laughs> so Pose i want to hit those four corners and see if there's any alignment with how you feel you're being perceived who you feel you are and what people are saying or what you think obviously because we don't know what these people would say for sure but let's start let's start with romantic just because I always find that the funniest and I see your eyes getting big already. <laughs> if we were to put romantic partners past and present and maybe future that you've been flirting with and shit, what would they say about who you are? Let's start with your toxic traits. What would they say was the most challenging aspect of being with you? <clears throat> And be completely honest. <laughs> hmm. We could go in alphabetical order. <laughs> Not a Sante child. I mean, because you know, we'll talk all around it. So let's go. Let's Think go. Think about the horses, friend. We going around the track. Um, 
It's kind of hard for me to think because have I, I mean, you said romantic, right? Not necessarily relationships. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, relationships that are, well, I guess romantic makes it seem like it has to be romance. Not everyone shares that, but let's say whatever your version of someone who is in your presence, sharing time and space with you in a way that's beyond friendship. Whatever that looks like to you. I'll go if you need more time. Yeah, please. So (laughs) I think that one thing that people will say, depending on my, uh, oh, depending on how, like if you weren't my, if we weren't in a relationship, I think that the general, taking like my relationship out of it, right? Mm -hmm. And just having a, a general casting a net of people that I've dated. I think that they would say that the problem is that I've been less than available when they would have liked me to be available, whether Mm. that be emotionally, whether that be with my time, um, whatever the fuck, I'm just less willing to really be put it all out there or be vulnerable to the experience. Just less. I create some distance, you Mm -hmm. know, Um, and maybe I can attribute it to like my schedule or whatever. I'll find something that, makes sense i'm not lying you know but i'm also very aware that i'm creating and maintaining like a distance and i think that they would say that that is you know not a lot of fun right one of the challenges of dating you yeah so and you agree with that you agree with that perception of them saying that because you said and i work on it but i know it's the truth yeah what about in relationships that are more important like someone who's your straight up partner is does that change no I think then the <laughs> no that changes um, a lot because I've been completely available. Oh, I thought so you I meant then, no, like it don't change. <laughs> no, like, it God does damn. change. No, no, it does change. I was in love, shit, but like, come on. Then you enter a space where there's a new level of accountability for everything, and I think that sometimes I was not as um, understanding when it came to holding my partner accountable for certain like emotional responsibility within our relationship. And I think I probably could have been more understanding of like people taking time to really know how to make decisions, being responsible with the emotions of another person. I could have been more patient with that. I think I was very like absolute and hard lined about certain shit. You know what Got I'm you. saying? Like because your expectations it, are high. Yeah, yeah, and I think it all, and in my mind, it all was like viewed through the lens of like you having respect for me. Because if you respect me, you're gonna treat me a certain way, and we're gonna have a certain type of um, engagement with one another, you know, and mm-hmm. consideration and natural compassion for one another. So I think that I don't know if that qualifies as toxic because I don't believe I was toxic at all in my relationship. In fact, I think it was the opposite. I was so not toxic that I had created like a, a level of expectation that mm-hmm. may not have been the most fair. You know what I'm saying? That's I think that was the difference. There's two different extremes. It's either I care or I don't. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's it without me being too specific. And did you find yourself knowing that about you? Like, hmm, maybe I, my expectations are a little hard and rigid no, because I still don't even anything? think that they were hard and rigid. I just recognize that I could have made different um, choices when I set certain like meters within okay. my relationship. And 
um, hindsight is, you know, 2020, you know, in the moment you think you're making the best decision for yourself and for whatever your intentions are. But after it's over and after you had, you know, some time to think about it and actually look back at shit, you know, you might have made some different decisions in different areas. So that comes with like hindsight. But in the moment, I felt like I knew what the fuck I was doing. I was doing the right thing. And I was right at the end of the day. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. It just, but sometimes being right doesn't automatically, automatically make that the best decision just, be, just because it's right. Sometimes there's other things that have to be considered, especially when you're trying to fuse two lives together into one existence. It's a very, very delicate and um, particular circumstance that you have to handle accordingly. Right. Um, and it's not always as easily, um, you can't always determine how to, how to handle it appropriately as easily as you think it'll be able, as you'll be able to, because it's a natural emotion. So you think you'll automatically be able to let your emotional tie to this person be your compass, right? But that's not always the best choice. So just wisdom, you know what I'm saying? Just wisdom, lived experience, and a lot of, you know, um, less than favorable experiences that have led to reflection that, you know, has led me to this point, this POV. That's Which all. is why I love these types of conversations. I feel like people yeah. don't reflect enough, honestly. Because they, they, so ugly, they ugly ass don't want to look in the mirror. <laughs> Who want to be depressed looking at that baggy ass jowls and Stop shit? It. You already know. You know them hateful, mean motherfuckers like that. They, no, you know how they look. Y'all know how they look. Asante, you feel ready? Yes. Okay. Hit us with it. That's it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> thinking about my toxic traits is almost like, hmm, where to start? So that's why I was Man, like, ooh, I ah. Mm. So like trying to compound that experience for so many disgruntled Negroes was just a process, right? Um, <laughs> so I'm going to, a few things, well, a couple of things, maybe a few, I don't know. Uh, passiveness has always been like a, a problem for me. I've always been very passive in relationships, but uh, mm. I think part of it is, um, I don't know if there's like a wall that goes up with me all the time, but I always, <clears throat> I always start off very like trusting, but I know that I can overgive or overextend myself. So sometimes like a wall goes up and I continue to give in other ways, but if I don't see it like reciprocated, um, I think the Pisces sometimes becomes like an emotional gangster and like <laughs> the emotional warfare happens in certain ways. Like th these are processes that like, I don't even know that are like I'm doing, but they happen. So it's like, I still have to take accountability for them. So right. it's hard when it's like, you know, emotionally you feel a way. And so you react emotionally, but when you rationally think about, what that process looks like. You're like, damn, I know you was going emotionally, but you don't think you went a little hard or a little too much. But being in certain relationships where I feel like I try to put myself out there, or open up and I don't know. I, I just feel like, Oh, I thought you was about I, to start crying. <laughs> no, oh no. my God. I was going to be like, we ain't got to talk about it. <laughs> we don't talk you about, Bruno. Talk about no, it. No, no, yeah. no. Okay. Um, oh my God. I mean, thank you for that because it still could be an emotional point, but I just feel like because I'm so, I'm, I'm always on the fence. Like that's like, for whatever reason, that's been like my life path. Like, 
I'm on the fence when it comes to being with somebody like mm, I could, but I could also be by myself. Like mm-hmm. I'm on the fence when it's like, I'm just always on the fence about shit because I can see everything everywhere all at once. Like I always know that there's a path and I'm always going to be good at the end of the day. So I'm always looking at the glass, even if it's half empty, I'm still going to make a way. So is, is this bitch going to be empty so I can go figure out how to refill it or what are we going to do? So it's like when I'm in relationships or situations with people where I have to figure out how to like work things out with them. Um, I think because I come off so passive that we're going to be fine. That's why shit ultimately doesn't end up fine. Cause it's like, it comes off as like, well, you think this is easy or it's going to be easy. But in my mind, it's like, it's not easy. It's just a process that I know that we're going through. So how do we figure out what that is together? And people sometimes feel like I'm not trying to actually work towards that point. And it's just over. And mm. whether I've ended it before that point emotionally or whether we've just finally said it or whatever, I've, I've dealt with situations where I just haven't been very clear. But a lot of it is because I go with the flow. Like, and sometimes that clarity comes in the midst of the flow. And so figuring out how to make things right, like when you're in a relationship with somebody or you're starting things out with somebody and they communicate one way and then you move to the next step and then they communicate another way. It's always been like weird for me to figure out how to like adjust communication styles. And but then sometimes figuring out or trying to figure out if people are trying to adjust their communication style for you or not. So why are you doing that? Like, Friend, just tell me where to stop, friend. I could honestly <laughs> keep going. No, I love it. I love you know me. I'm like, I could listen to us talk about our feelings all day. <laughs> but I, just, I guess I'm trying to understand. So is it that you feel do you feel I, and I'm saying toxic trait because that's just a trendy term, but really right. it's just what is challenging, you know, at the right. end of the day. Is it that you feel the challenge for you is just speaking honestly about your feelings to people, whether it's things that you're uncomfortable with, whether it's, you know, just how you're feeling overall, things that maybe you need shifted. Is that what it is? When you say passive, I guess I'm trying to understand in what ways. So like when the wall goes up, right? Like, like in my mind, me and you start talking, things are like flowery, they're peachy, they're Mm -hmm. gold, we good. Honeymoon period. Yeah. (laughs) But why can't the and, and maybe I'm delusional, but if we just dating and stuff, why can't it always be a honeymoon period? And so, like when things it do can get, and it should. So when things do get, start to get serious, I'm not one to be like, "Oh damn, issues." Like I'm out. Like I'm going to be right. like, "Oh damn, issues." Okay, what's the problem? Like let's try to figure this out. And so it almost puts me in this like it almost makes it seem like I'm buying into a relationship. You know, people are like, you're buying into the bullshit. Like, I feel like I'm buying into someone's bullshit at that point because now they're like, okay, cool. I can rope this nigga in emotionally. Now I can fuck with him. And so that's when kind of like that wall that I talk about starts to go up because I feel like, all right, well, now this person's playing some sort of games. So as a, so I guess, yes, yeah, speaking of honestly, as opposed to me just say, like maybe sometimes it should be deuces, but I feel like, I don't know, maybe that's the thing. Getting in too soon with people or too quick i don't know it's and i don't even feel like it's quick these are people i've known for periods of time at, at points go ahead dustin i think when you decide to stay and deal with stuff that's what you're deciding to do is deal with stuff and what deal with stuff looks like is what's on the other side of you saying oh issues let's talk about this and work through this like all the things that you said like the person having a shift in their dynamic with you or whatever feeling like they may have been a power shift or whatever that's all part of that process that you sign up for when you say 
hey, let's talk about this and let's work through this. You then take the relationship seriously. And so you go through the other shit that comes next. It's a part of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And, don't, so and I don't think you should shit, feel, right? but I also don't think you should feel weird or bad for not wanting to. Cause Me I know, I've, yeah, I've dated people before that I was having a lot of fun. And then when the emotional aspect, I guess the honeymoon period is over where now you're dealing with real shit. You know, these are my, these are my things. These are your things. How do they play together? That's usually when I know if I want to go further with this person because sometimes I'm not interested in those aspects. Right. And I just want you in this one placement, you know, and and if I'm not interested, that tells me everything I need to know and I'm not going to force it. And that's when you have to be honest and tell the person I'm not looking for X, Y, and Z. But then there are those people that once they start revealing and kind of unlayering and unveiling, you're like, I want to know more. Like, check, please. <laughs> there's some people that you just reeled in, and mm. shit might be ugly, shit might be different, shit might be like, whoa, this is a lot more than I was ready for. But it's like, it's just, it's, it's, you want it. You're like, I'm with it. I'm with whatever you come with. And you just jump all in, kind of like surrender to it. So I don't think it's something. You have to feel like, oh, maybe something's wrong with me because I don't want to do these things. I think it'll come natural when it's a person that you really want to know more about. Like, it's like, just do that you know easy. for a fact it will. Right. Like, do you remember before when we were talking about, uh, I forgot what episode it even was, but I just know that my answer to the question was, I like, I, it's a turn off when someone emotionally dumps, like, too fast or too soon. Yeah. Like, imagine if you've been talking to someone for however long and then because y'all do decide to take that next step they give you everything and more right then in that moment as opposed to it it being like okay like we've been on this journey like we're going to continue a journey like you don't have to do all of this right now like we can work through these things as they come up and it just feels like sometimes and maybe I just I always know in my heart and I'm saying this as like a public declaration this is going to be really fucked up whoever hears it I just know in my heart that I am meant to be a single person. I don't mind fucking around with people. I don't mind like being in stints with people, but I'm not like a, I feel like I presented myself as like husband material, which I wouldn't mind. But overall, I don't feel like that's something that I really want to do in this life or I really want to be in this life. Yeah. I just, then I think that's important. But a lot of people always feel like, when sometimes with me, sometimes I, I, cause it, it's like you give off a different vibe when you're doing this. But for me, <laughs> I sound like this nigga from Ready to Love, and I'm about to like <laughs> hurt myself because I cannot believe I sound like him. One of the niggas on Ready to Love was like, take, first of all, what he was doing was manipulative. He was like taking girls on dates, and then he was always acting like they were the one right then and there. Oh, and yeah, so, no, like, that's not cool. And that's what I was going like, to say. As long as you're clear with people and not saying one thing but doing another, because if you feel if in your that heart front, that you're right? single. Mm-hmm. But if I say that up front, right, if I say, I, you know, I just want to be a hoe, we just doing this, and then, you know, <laughs> three to six months down the road, you like, you know, we should be together. I'm like, no, I don't want to be with somebody. Or if I'm like, mm, you know, maybe we could try this for a little bit. And then we try it. And now you're mad at me because I'm like, uh, I'm ready to be out of this because, and it's not even because I want to be somewhere else, but I just don't need you in my energy all the time. Like, but you here, can't, you and you can't feel need- bad for that. Cause you were clear. That's my I mean, opinion. I've, I've, I've dated that's someone. That's not the part that I feel bad for. Right. It's the, the because I can always get to the end. 
I, I just <laughs> there's always like a period before the end, and I just hate having to deal with that period because I can always I can always get to the end. I I, I do. I always do. I, just because generally we only got one life, YOLO, you only got one life to live. So I always say, all right, so this is actually where I want to be. So let me see what this person's going to do, how we going to figure this out, or I'm going to do what I want to do. Cause I, I'm not going to sit up here and just be miserable because I'm already <laughs> miserable in this area of my life and I don't need it twice or three times and I don't want to multiply it. <laughs> so usually I have to sit there and for that process, I have to, or not that I have to, but for that process, I always feel like I'm processing, uh, their emotions that entire time and then when we come to that ending point i'm almost berated and it's like i didn't like i'm telling berated. you this is the end sometimes when sometimes when i'm ready to like part ways with people like for me it's emotional it's always been like an emotional thing to let anybody go like i, I don't yeah. want to end up with anybody that i gotta break up with but then sometimes it's I like that. i i just that's why i don't want well, that's part of you know like abbott elementary I remember being in school and graduating and being like, damn, like we going to different schools. We might not ever see each other. Like we got to find each other when we grown before that Facebook was, was even a thing. <laughs> well, I only care about breakups. I just always, <laughs> I just always made friends and we all, I always moved. So I always hated that. So then dealing with growing up and having to meet people and wonder about their finances and have the conversations with them about their family traumas and do all that. When I already have this overall view of how I think of humans as a whole, it's like, I don't know how long-term, how well that will play long-term into a relationship. That's why I say I'm not a husband material. I'm on the fence because, you know, maybe one day I could meet someone and they could be that one that I say, you know what, you reciprocate appropriately. Like you check all the boxes and now I feel like I can let this wall down. It's right. just that I, I don't meet people that I feel like I can let this wall down with. And sometimes I wonder to myself, is this going wrong because I didn't let this wall down or was this wall up because I should have got out sooner. And like, I just, it wasn't my instinct. I wasn't listening to, but sometimes there's no wall. And then I meet people that I think things are great with and then they're completely not that they've no been walls, invited to my right. birthday dinner and all this stuff. Like there are certain oh. random. <laughs> oh, did you just throw that? Okay. I mean, <laughs> I mean right. some things have happened. I'm just look, friend, opening doors now. Some things almost happen. So I'm just saying, like, it's hard. It's you know what's hard out here for a PM. Per my and experience, per my ahead, please, experience, Dustin, big brother experience. I need that. Like Come it's on. been like I, you know, I am not a person who pursues like relationships romantically. So like when I was in a relationship, it's because I was like in love, and it was something that I could not even try to like you know go around or avoid or whatever. Like it just hits you head on, and you I before you know that. it, you're in that. <laughs> So like you're overthinking it, dog. Like you because when it's time for you to be in a relationship with somebody, it's not even gonna be something that you give thought to. And if you have to give thought to it, that's how you know you ain't supposed to be with that motherfucker. In my experience, that might work differently for other people, but for you, I think you just need to have fun, live, and let it happen. You know what I'm saying? See, that's the piece that I'm missing too, right? Because a lot of times. People say, because I, what I usually what I usually lead with is, I, I just want to have fun anyway. Like I don't, I'm not like looking for a partner or anything like that. And because of that, sometimes people feel like they can change my mind. So as opposed to upfront, well, that's a challenge for some people. That's and, like the fun and, and, part. Who cares what they think? And, and some if of those people is a person. Made up. 
some of those people, it's a personality type too, though, right? Because, and not a good one, because those, sometimes those are the ones that will mold themselves into what they think you want and like trick you into feeling like, oh, this could be the person. Mm -hmm. And they're really just putting on a play until... I, like I don't know what the like I've already mm-hmm. said it's not marriage for me so I don't know if they put on the play until a ring comes in the play I don't actually know what the play is for but I usually am always able to be like this is an act because you just clocked out so why are you clocking in and out when it comes anytime to you time just have to, to say me, this like, could be it's not mm-hmm. it's not when it's the person you're gonna know you're going to know because you won't even know, realize what the fuck you're doing. You're going to look up and you've been getting up with this motherfucker for eight months straight. Like, it's crazy. I'm telling you, like, it's not even going to be some shit that you think. And, well, let me see if these boxes check. Well, maybe this would be how none of that happens. Like, you literally just be like, I love this motherfucker and we are together. And that's it. That's how it and, you happens. Know, Seriously. I think it's important for people to. Especially in the gay world. <laughs> I do think it's important for people to say where they're at in the beginning. You know, like if you're like, hey, I'm just trying to have fun, like, fine, say it. But I do think it's also important as people to be open also to whatever the experience needs from you and wherever it's deciding to take you. Because there have been people that initially I thought, oh, this is just going to be a fun summer. You know, like we're just going to have fun. Their personality was perfect for like what I needed for the summer, whatever. And then in my head, it was that, you know, but then as time passes, the person's cool as fuck. What are you going to do? Be like, no, I said that I'm having fun. Like you're just going to go with it. And you end up like Dustin said, next thing you know, Y'all are on trips. Y'all are waking up in the morning. Y'all live together. Taking it's like, pictures what? in Christmas pajamas. Going Talking to like the... something for the summer. Okay, meeting family for Thanksgiving and shit. Like, it's just, you got to go with it. And then it's just going to be what it's going to be. And I think people, from my experience, I'll speak from my experience, we box each other in, you know, instead of just letting life, life, <laughs> like, let it play out right, sometimes. Like, <laughs> Like Let's legit, see, let it play out. See, y'all say that, but then when somebody ends up getting Tinder swindled, then now, nah, oh damn, I look dumb. Like, no, nah, I'm just on you, baby. And that happens, <laughs> but, if, but if everyone's clear and honest, you know, you can't feel bad for how someone reacts to your honesty. That's just one thing I have had to take the guilt out of because I love to make people, I don't like making people feel bad. I don't how like that. How many niggas you may cry, friend? Just give me like a ballpark in the hundreds. Almost Couple all of hundreds. them. Mm. <laughs> but it ties into what I guess the challenge that I present in a relationship. And this is from how I think I'm being perceived and what people have said for me is my independence. And you know that saying where people say like the thing people love you for is the thing they end up hating you for. And it has rung true every time for me where men will be like, I fucks with her. She got her own thing going. She's busy. She's fly. She's smart. All these things. And they're drawn to it. They love that I'm like not the type of woman that really be up under anybody. And it's exciting to meet someone that has their own shit going on, their own bag. But then when they're in love, that shit's not fun no more. Because <laughs> they're like, what you mean you're going to be gone for, you know, such and such? Why haven't you texted me? Why aren't you calling me? What? And it like triggers their abandonment issues and whatever neglect they might have experienced in their childhood. Who knows? I'm not trying to psychoanalyze, but I just know that that has been the consistent theme is my independence being a problem because men want me to be 
more they want me to be in love in a way that they've designed women to be in love based on movies or their homeboys or what they're seeing on social media and they don't realize that there are different women who love differently i'm probably not going to be the woman that's like texting you all day calling you bae where you at you know um in the kitchen cooking you food all day and rubbing your feet i'm i'm probably gonna be in a different city chances are or in my office working on something hunkering down and there's a part of me that feels like i get torn sometimes because i'm like man how much of that is my programming? Because I was raised by a single parent that was an immigrant too. And so all I saw was her going super hard, you know, super hard at school to learn English, super hard to get a degree, to get her citizenship, to just be a valued member, you know, of the country and just how hard she would go for us to sustain. And I have to also be mindful of that too. That was what was modeled to me, you know, to be a go hard businesswoman you know my mom comes from 17 years old from dr not speaking in english to being a, a teacher with a master's degree you know incredible like work. it's incredible Hell and yeah. and not only that but she is like going to school was going to school at night to learn english to get her degree but also working full-time and so i saw that and i didn't see my mom a lot very busy woman but I knew she loved me. I was always taken care of, but I didn't see her a lot. And I right. think I've taken that on. <laughs> like, so in my relationships, I am her in the sense that you're not going to see me a lot, but you'll feel my presence when I am with you. And that hasn't been enough for a lot of people. And so the mm. part where I'm working with now is how much of that is programming? How much of that do I need to like let go of? Cause I no longer need it. Like I'm in a great creative space. I can sustain myself. I don't have to work like a fucking workhorse. You know, I don't have to do that. I don't even have that kind of schedule no more. Now we can essentially travel when we want, wake up when we want, set up things, meetings, how we need, how, you know, we see fit. And I'm in a relationship now where, I actually want to spend more time. <laughs> like I look forward to it. I have reorganized different aspects of my relationship because we've had conversations about how much of a lone wolf I am and how being a lone wolf isn't really useful to me right now in this mm-hmm. chapter of my life where I do want intimacy and I want my partner to feel like we're best friends and I want us to grow and travel and do all these things that being a lone wolf doesn't really help you cultivate that and so I've had to not remove that part of me but work with it you know like y'all see I have certain days of the week where I'm off now and I'm more vocal about oh I can't do this I can't do that I'm doing this you know and setting more boundaries where my personal life has room to breathe Uh, so it's tricky because there's aspects of your personality I guess that you really have to ask yourself but is this actually me or is this what I created to survive just straight up and is it useful do I need it in this iteration of my life because it's actually holding me back so what was like a boundary is now a wall so those sort of have to start shifting and moving around and it's hard because it takes a lot of reflection to really sit and and take note of which is which because some are still good I think it's still great to have boundaries with your partner and be like I fucks with you but I got shit to do (laughs) like I don't think there's anything wrong with that 
especially as a woman, because we've been socialized to be the nurturers that literally cater to y'all while y'all go and get it. And we're supposed to just be here. So we're working through a lot of that too. And I think boundaries and you having your own goals, your own space, your own friends, your own things to do in the day to day is important as well. So it's a delicate dance of like figuring out what works best for everybody and, and their mental and emotional health, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. But the independence has been hard because men will be like, I want to be married and have kids. (laughs) And I'm like, but do you want to be married and have kids with me? Or is that just what you need now? And I just happen to be the person that's in your life. Cause I don't like that either. No, I want to no be inspired. Yeah. I don't, I'm not an interchangeable person. Like mm-hmm. I want to have your kid. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Right. I want to marry you. It's not just cause I was on a schedule and this right. is the month where you're in my face. Cause I think that's boxes. so weird. Yeah. See, that's, that's one why of the everybody gets that... fucking divorced. And then people are like, what the fuck did I do once the kid's already here? It's I like, hate my life. I hate my kids. Yeah. Fuck my wife. I hate my husband. You know what I'm saying? I'm and cheating. I'm still torn, like, with having kids. And I'm at an age where, you know, the clock is like, hey, girl. <laughs> Piss and get off the pot. Exactly. But I'm really torn, and it has to do with my independence. I had such a complicated existence for the first like 25 26 years of my life and beyond that I think I'm just getting started as having this like soft beautiful Mm -hmm. loving safe existence that I've took the reins on and have really like designed and to think that like now I'd have to put that aside (laughs) to focus on kids there's a part of me that's like but I don't think I'm ready kitty sucking ass baby (laughs) There's a, a really small part of me that's like, I want it because I think a kid of mine would be so awesome. But I mm-hmm. also feel like I haven't had enough time with myself. And I hate that, like, I, I'm looking at the clock like, yeah, but you're 40. It's just I hate that this is even needing to be timed. You know, yeah. it's just a lot of emotions that kick up for me. And I would, one thing I don't want to do is bring a child in that I wasn't sure about. I think about that all the time, but it's like, I really got to go out of my way to make it happen. So I don't know. <laughs> it's different, friend. I got, it takes, a, it takes more than two for <laughs> me to do what I got to do. One of, so. one of the privileges of being right. gay is that you're not like on the clock to have kids. Right. And so that's why even like, I think about how you're off the hook for like a lot of different things. So even when it comes to relationships, there has to be like some sort of basis of, you know, what do you want? What does it look like for you? Right. But like for some gay men, it's very like performative or it's very like skewed or there is no vision. So that's why sometimes it's hard to weed in or out. If I mean someone that actually is just like in tune with themselves or if they're just in tune to like the scene and what's going on, they're like, Oh, you're going to be like my Instagram. But when it's like, mm, that's no, a big one. Not in the doing that too. At all. <laughs> yeah. Like what role do you see me fitting in your life as opposed to just fucking with me? Cause it's me, you know? Yeah. Cause men approach me yes, like that all the well time. Said. I've had a lot of men be like, yo, like, Hey friend, hey. you know, like very like, <laughs> yo, I'm like, you actually have no idea who I am. <laughs> like you cannot base your interest in me on a podcast or some tweets or a picture you thought was cute or because I got cute sneakers. Like, they gotta but you be got more, a blue brother. Check, though. 
<laughs> and as a scary, you know, people will pick you because of the role that they think you fit. And then they'll be sadly mistaken it. when <laughs> you are not that. <laughs> what if I decide? <laughs> 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 Never mind. It was a hand Michael for Jackson me. said, I'm gonna make the change. What if I decided to, <laughs> to start so with wait, the man in the mirror? What are, uh. what are things that you've heard, though, from romantic partners that they just think you are just amazing? Like, what are the best aspects of being with you? The most gratifying thing, and I actually recently, the most gratifying thing I've ever heard that I've heard from multiple people that I've dealt with is that nobody ever made them feel the way that I did. And I ain't talking Ooh. about fucking. I mean, like, made them feel, Just like, loved. Everything. You know what I'm oh. saying? Like, yeah. That's I'm a, the I'm a motherfucking compliment. lover. <laughs> Nigga, fuck you mean. I'm a lover. I'm a lover and a fighter, actually, but I'm a lover. You know what I I'm saying? It. Like, I, I mm. guess I give it up. I'm, I'm, you know how I give it up. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I'm mm-hmm. a lover. So I make sure that people that I love, they that I have, you know, romantic feelings for, you feel it. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, I'm a rub your ass. I'm a yes. motherfucking, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a, you know, you make a motherfucker know you like them, shit. Yeah. All of that. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a lover. <laughs> the way you keep saying love is taking me Got me out. fucked. I'm a little motherfucking love. You know how long I've been having sex? <laughs> <laughs> I've been having sex a long time. <laughs> okay. And I Yo, we it. sound so funny. Asante, what about you? What are things you've heard and things you know for a fact that are just Talk like shit in the other words? Best I mean, exactly. Literally literally any and everything. <laughs> You're so considerate. Like I like I love that people notice sometimes because sometimes I'm considerate and I'm not like really trying to be. Like I, it's just like autopilot, like, oh, I thought of you, like, let me get this, da 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 like and so when people are like really take the time to notice those small things, like, like I can't believe every time you were in a different city, like you bought me a magnet just so every time I look at my fridge, I can think about all the places you go and stuff like that. Like I like and all the making- holes you got all over the world. That's what they <laughs> yes. need to be thinking about. I'm telling you, by me giving okay, you this magnet, look, when I'm, I'm looking at that know, magnet, you I'm thinking of where I got to get back to. You got no. competition here. <laughs> need to be worried about this municipality. Need to be worried about Not this municipality. <laughs> if, if you got multiple from a city, then you really know what time it is. Okay. No. <laughs> talking about a red dot on a map, nigga. What? <laughs> Oh, I Watch out! Oh, uh, on the road. Oh, I um, know. <laughs> no, like I just always love when people love how uh, considerate and appreciative I am. Like sometimes people want certain things of me that I'm not willing to provide, and then I'll open. I'll sometimes open the door for them a little bit and be like, you know, all right, you know, it's your birthday. Here you go. Like, like I want to hold hands in the park. It's like I don't want to. Have PDA with you, like I just don't want to. Like I don't want to. It's not that I don't want to have PDA with a person, but like PDA, sometimes people just want to be like, oh, and be all your business, and they want to talk to you, or sometimes like I don't want to do that today. Like maybe another day. It's cold. It's too hot in my clothes. Like <laughs> sometimes, why not? But like usually, I'm just not really into it all the time. But sometimes You're when I see other people it. doing, it, I'm like, that's cute. I'm not into it. Uh, <laughs> if you really want to say, first of all. First of all. <laughs> to get, uh, you're, get very, too comfortable. you're very disarming to Asante, which is why I know people, quote unquote, dump on you because you're just, 
so and warm as I a have, person. I, I see how friend, people around you just feel like you've been their best friend for a long time and maybe they just met you. I don't but know. You, hit, you make people feel that way. I think because my sister hit me in the face with a toaster when I was younger. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck it is, but people just be like, look, they just look at me. They gravitate, <laughs> they gravitate towards me. Like they just start looking at me. Like I've been in places where people are, I will never forget. Shout out to Alexis K. Tyler, right? Who was on the track that Hershey LaCour performed to on Chasing Atlanta. Anyway, uh, I will never forget when she like spoke at Spellman and she was talking about, you know, a vagina power. But Alexis it, it was K. Tyler of, spoke at Spellman. Yes. Iconic. Someone, <laughs> someone didn't do their research. <laughs> I'll never forget. Shout out to Anton. <laughs> like we was in the building. All I know is at a certain point, she just kept looking at me and staring at me. And, it, you know, maybe people are like, because I'm a star. I don't know what it is. But I just have that face where people just feel like they can look at me and talk to me and you I'll do. be understanding. And I really remember being in like, even in high school, I remember being in the theater program and having to sit and listen to monologues or having to do character work with a partner on stage in front of the class. Like I remember doing these things and just having to be super present. But so when people talk, I try to be super present. I try to listen. And sometimes I'm listening. You fucking somebody talking to you. Shit. <laughs> but sometimes people are listening and they're processing and they're yeah, doing like Yeah, yeah most things. people are not present. They're but just me, waiting to re- respond. Yeah, and for me, I really, I really try. So like when I'm in relationships with people, like I really try to even make notes of little things. Like, oh, you know, I, I love those shoes. Like, oh, okay, I'm a be sure to go get those shoes but then it's like oh those were ugly i actually don't want to see you wear those so i'm not gonna get those <laughs> shoes for you but if you want them you can buy them with some money i'll probably gift you later or something i don't know like man's outside like crocs and shambles <laughs> shortage <laughs> shortage 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 um yeah so did i answer your question you did yeah, people you love did. me i you I can are think so lovable people i feel like people have a hard time with me because i am such a great guy and then there are things that i just Sometimes I don't want to fold on or I know what's going on. And I'm just like, in time, I'll work on this. Just now is not the right time. So maybe you should meet me later in a couple of years or a few years. Takes. But That's people don't want to start telling me that. Maybe, but you ain't got what it takes, baby. I mean, because you you, there are just certain, everybody has some sort of issues or something in their lives, whether I'll you got to tell me about it, whether you got to go, you know, wash your dishes or some people got to clean their car and ain't done that, but they've got like a super clean house and it's like, they just got to clean their car and they just, they just got to do it's night after you, night. What's it gonna be tonight? You know? <laughs> okay, literally God. that, right? So some Y'all people can work through that. Some people can be like, you know, I know that I have to do this one thing, but you know, I'll do it eventually. And they just never do it. And so one day they're like, you know what? I'm gonna clean this fucking car. And then they clean their car, and then hell, uh, a blessing comes down there and with a new one. It's just like they just knew if they just would have fixed that one thing. So sometimes I'm in relationships with people or in situations with people, and I'm just like, mm, it's this one thing that I don't care about that I'm not working on because you're telling me to get therapy but if we just fucking I don't feel like we need to even go that far no way <laughs> so well, how did the conversation yeah. even get there like, well some you know when people they start doing get something out. so they get feel up. like you get gotta out. do it too <laughs> they're like you know I have a therapist now da, da, da. you know you should go talk like, I don't know if you're trying get to get the your fuck phone code or whatever but like we're not doing this like you they want to mean. They want to mean something to you. That's what it and, comes down and to. sometimes that is the they problem. They want to be memorable. People in hell want ice water. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. 
And, and I don't that mean video to where that lady whatever. closed that door with the wind chimes on that man when he was walking out. She slammed the door on his back. That's how you throw their ass the out of there. Because why are we even going there, right, friend? Oh, Jesus It's just that, like, y'all know, before we were on the road, and then I used to work at the restaurant, too. I had to deal with so much There's other energy. And sometimes all I wanted was, like, a release. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes they want to, like, talk about their day and all this other stuff. And I'm like, like I give mm, a fuck. we ain't talk about none of <laughs> <Turn> this. over. <laughs> And now I gotta be like, get, and then when I do say get out, now you're like, what happened? Get out, like just get out, <laughs> get out, get out. Like, what, no, what, what's wrong? What's it? Just get out, you weirdo. Get out. Now beat it. And now I look like a psycho because like I'm saying I'm the same thing over and over and over them. again. Right? Because <laughs> I'm the type that I will engage in the conversation. So sometimes I just have to say the one thing over and over again because it makes me look crazy to just say get out ten times versus engaging with you for another hour, or however long. I, I'm not doing that. So Hell I just look no. crazy and just say get I out. I mean, have me a, a real out. bitch over here by that time. <laughs> and right now it's a fly in this room. And when I tell you, as soon as we end this, oh, Lord. I am going to hit this fly. So hard. You sound oh, like, no. you sound like Tammy I'm gonna knock the legs. I'm gonna knock the legs off of this fly. Which is a zapper that makes me oh cry. Oh my god! Every time no, I gotta, I gotta shoot a motherfucking <laughs> shoot. Nike slide. Shoot. I'm about to motherfuck. I'm about to, I'm gonna slide that motherfucker. Y'all shoot. have beef down. Um, oh, I can't wait. I'm um, that bitch so Fran, hard. we know that they would say you. They would all say you the shit, friend. I mean, you know, everyone I've dated has glowing reviews. Maybe one or two that don't, <laughs> <laughs> but. For the most part, yes, they'd probably say that I'm a bit of a gardener. Like once I come into mm. your space, <laughs> things it's true, things start to bloom. <laughs> like things that what you What tool? What tool did you use to get the plant <laughs> to bloom, Fran? The hoe. Uh, hoe. <laughs> Yay! This is the Welcome garden to tool. Dirty episode. Dora. The garden tool. Episode. Not Dirty Dora. That should be the name of this episode, Dirty Dora. Mm-hmm. So Instead of Dirty, dirty Diana. Dora. No, but honestly, it's like I get into relationships and when I really, really fuck with you, like love you, love you, or even just deeply care for you, I want to listen to you and I'm that person that gets all up in your brain. And like you were saying, Asante, if there's things that like people are telling you you need to fix, I won't do that, but I'll just create an environment you know where you just if you, you feel the horse, that way the horse to water. yeah if you feel that way you just feel safe to do so and yeah, I think right. that's something I provide and I know that I do I provide safety and like a warm landing space <laughs> for lack of a better term <laughs> I knew as soon as it came out I was you like I already know 40 years old <laughs> I'd be able to control it I should be able to control myself <laughs> And my urges to laugh at things that are not even. But, wow. but wow, she Zeus. literally said it, it was the warm that made it like, okay, you t- literally are talking about. It was a warm uh, landing. A yeah. warm landing space. But all jokes aside, I just think people feel like one thing a lot of men have said is I feel like you're the first woman I could be myself, like my full mm-hmm. actual self. And you'll listen, you'll understand and not try to turn me into anyone else. Because if there's a misalignment, then we just part ways as opposed to me being like, you got to be like this, this, and this for you to love me. It's like, let's see if it works with who you are and all your moving parts (laughs) and my moving parts. And if it's not it, it's not it. And the private parts. That is very important. It is. 
And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And I think what I've Literally. experienced from, especially from men, is that they want you to be a specific person to fit the specific relationship they've created. And when you don't fit that, it's just all this chaos and resentment and anger. And it's like, bro, I am who I am, you know, like, and vice versa. And you not been who men. you not. <laughs> That's what you tell them to make them feel less than. <laughs> That's actually an incredible comeback. <laughs> but I just think, you know, if people just uh, observe the person and then say this isn't for me as opposed to you need to change this, that, and that because I want you to be for me, that's, to me, the biggest right. chaos in a lot of these interpersonal relationships. I've learned that with old age. Um and just it's like the person I'm with now, it's like the reason I decided, yeah, this is what I want to be is because a lot of things align. Like we shoot on a lot of similar cylinders and it's not a lot of us playing tug of war, power tripping, or you do this or you need to do this. It's like, there's conversations, you know, obviously you clash heads where humans trying to exist in the same space, but for the most part, a lot of our shit aligns and that's what makes life just something you want to do with the person because you're like i fucks with you we have we're wasting less time on the bullshit and and spending more time on just like living and experiencing and having a fucking blast oh no that's right and that's great to me that's the formula i'm like i'll stay here because <laughs> yeah. everyone else yeah. had me stressed trying to yeah. make me contort into puzzles that i'm like wait a minute right. i don't like how this feels you know i was I just someone play games so <laughs> do a puzzle Remember that person I was with for six years? He, mm -hmm. in my mind at the time, I was also very young. And I'm, I was like, oh, this is my dream person because of who I had created him to be. But it was a lot that he expected of me because I was younger. And then even now looking back, I'm like, what was a 35-year-old doing dating a 22-year-old in the first place? <laughs> like, I don't see nothing wrong with it. I do, but I'm also a nigga. He picks so me you know for a saying? reason. Right. No, but they pick you for a I'm reason. Just playing. You're right. You're a a right. man that age it. knows that a 22 year old ain't gonna come at him a certain way. That a 35 year old woman not gonna hold them accountable would. in exactly. ways that they should. Yeah, and that's why he he knew that, and all the men know that shit. And so I, it took me a long time to understand that I was groomed and molded in a certain way. <laughs> that was really hurtful. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> you motherfucker, you. You Legit. knew what your old motherfucking ass was doing. Okay. It With didn't sound like you were finishing your sentence. It sounded like you said he, what he said was really hurtful. <laughs> oh, well, that really was the hurtful. intention. I was trying to hurt his ass, <laughs> motherfucking ass. You dirty, mother, <laughs> dirty, rotten scoundrel, motherfucker, you. What else you want me to say, friend? No, that feels good. That was good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I think if people just... Just go with who feels good. Stop trying to make people something that they're not because you're going to waste your time. They're going to resent you. Maybe they'll play pretend for a little bit and then they'll cheat or leave you and you'll just be like, oh, what happened? You know, and that's, that's when right. we need to like chill. Like, let's move on to friendships. Okay. What would you say is the most challenging aspect of being your friend? Oh, that you've heard or that you know <coughs> for sure. I don't know, because I'm fun. So I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have no answer. <laughs> what, what would you say it is, friend? What would I say is the most challenging for me? For for being my friend. For being your friend or being me, my friend? Being my friend. 
I think for you, let me see. What's the I most challenging? <laughs> I'm like, let well, me Destin see. Well, Dustin is too. Look, he thinking he thinking the one for me too. Damn, look. You know what? It kind of ties into certain aspects you mentioned with your romantic relate or just your connections. Mm-hmm. Wanting to know how you really feel about things. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think you don't want to ruffle feathers. And That's it's a popular one, and it's yes. not always because you like concerned about what the person thinks. I don't even think it's always coming from that. I think a lot of times you just don't want to deal with a lot of energy kind of overstimulating you, so you just rather stay quiet. Yes. That's how I perceive it. I should make clear. You and perceive I perceive correctly. And it makes it hard sometimes because I'll I'm I can read energy, so I'll see the shift in your face and your body when certain things are happening, but you'll never say, Hey, X, Y, and Z, you know, like either we'll have to pull it out or maybe it'll come out in a different way <laughs> later, or we just have to deal with the shift and just act like it's not happening. But outside of that, I think that's probably the only thing I can think of. Cause everything else, you're just such a literal sweet heart that I don't, I don't see what other challenges could possibly come up. Well, there's my You answer. don't want to go nowhere. <laughs> That's me too, man, though. Wh- Shout where, out to where, where did you invite me to? You don't want to go nowhere. I, I, I was at brunch, wasn't I? You don't want to go nowhere. You came <laughs> there because that was obligatory. You don't want to go nowhere and do nothing. I like to get the fuck out and move around. Some of the best bonding moments I have with my friends are in party. That's Dustin where he's invited me to in Brooklyn. Some of the best in his defense, he did ask for your birthday. Remember, he was like, "Where we at? Where we going?" Because I was there, and you were like, "Eh." I was like, "What happened? You don't want to go out for your birthday?" That's all. Other than that, we'd be having a good time. I'll never forget when we seen that Paul Bunyan on the brownie paper tile, Dan on Roseanne walking down Lennox that day. We had no. left. We had left. I would love to laugh at this, but I can't because Why? no one has the picture of him as as a person for Halloween and only XD can laugh at this with me. And I really wish you could have seen that so you could marry that moment. To Don't say too had. much before people I'm not, know who you're talking not, about. But that was, oh my that was a forever bonding moment. I will never forget that in life. Core memory. In my lifetime. Go on. Now, as far as me, I don't know, for real. Y'all have to answer that. I don't know, but like, I actually don't answer because I, I don't let me want, see. I'm Mario Wine. Oh, I was, you see, I was I ready. I was like, well, I, <laughs> I don't even want to know. I've been, a, it's been an emotional week for me. I, you know, I'm not, I don't want to know. I'm a, I'm a shell of myself right now. It has but, been. Um, you know, hopefully everybody's happy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I have fun. <laughs> it's the hopefully for me. You know. What like, would y'all yeah. what would y'all say is the most challenging part of being my friend? Veganism. <laughs> <laughs> Plant based. Night after night. What's it gonna be tonight? Just but nightly. You know, the you know? funny thing is you ain't lying. Anytime we yeah. would go out to eat, it was just a whole to do. <laughs> Be like, Fran, can, can Fran you, eat what you here? Get? But can Fran eat here? But I'll be Fran, feeling I used so bad because Fran so get all sides. We all be throwing down <laughs> entrees like a motherfucker, a whole fish laid out there dead on the plate. I'm sitting there with a corn plate. cup. With a <laughs> corn <laughs> cup. <laughs> 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 journey out for my birthday. I feel so bad for that. 
Like she literally, they had to go somewhere and find a, a spot for a friend to eat at for my birthday. I was like, damn, friend, I'm it's, sorry. Yeah, it was no, rough. Other than that, I'm having a great time. It's been wonderful <laughs> years of friendship. Like, you know? I don't, the only thing I've heard my friends say is probably that I, similar to what Dustin jokingly said about Asante, it's like, I'm, I can be very withdrawn. Like, yeah, you don't go nowhere either. I'm sick of I don't, not going yeah, nowhere. Yeah, like, I, I don't, I'm not really that friend <laughs> that is going to pop out. I might, though. I mean, there were mm-hmm. times where we would hit each other, depending on what it was, we'll get cute. Yeah, ghost. yeah. You know, so it's not, like, all bad. But for the most part, I'm flaky, too. That's something I had to come to terms with. <laughs> if the day comes that we made plans and I don't want to do it anymore, I'm going to tell you that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I'm not a reliable pop-out friend. But at least you tell people. I do tell people. And I'm very, like, <laughs> Crystal and Jade will laugh because they'll text me the morning of whatever we plan. And they'll be like, what are the vibes? You know, Crystal. <laughs> She'll be like, how the chakras, they aligned or nah? <laughs> But I'll tell them I'm not feeling it today. I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all know how it is. Because sometimes you make plans when you're in a good mood, which is a mistake. <laughs> you shouldn't do that. You know, you, you go out and you be like, let's do this again next week. Then next you week have, comes, you're like, I shouldn't have said that. Like you have different <laughs> friendships with different people. Different, You do different things with different friends. Some sure. of your friends are your friends that you go to parties and clubs with. Some of your the friends are your friends, friends that you get together with. For other things some of your friends are your friends that you simply go to each other's house and like smoke and talk or whatever you know what i'm saying you have different um friendship circles and that. different things that you do with different friends so it's really you know everybody don't have to some friendships are fine just being what they are it don't mean no love is lost or nothing like that it just kind of is what it is now what it is some love this lost. fly I mean, this <laughs> fucking fly i'm gonna kill the fuck out of that fly i swear to god but i like that, that you said that because Dustin might not call me to go to the club with him and Fury, but if there's a day that it's like a chill Sunday and you want to just kick it by the fireplace, drink tea, and just like talk and hang and have right. like a vibey night listening to music, everyone knows who to call for that. Like, right. we get our food and we chill, and I'm cool with being that person that we're going to have a more like relaxed, kind of introspective time. Yeah. And it is kind of nice to have a friend group that has that range because you know who to call for what you know what i mean and, and everybody kind of holds each other down i think it's and cool. it makes it fun when everybody gets together like that's the thing that Birthdays, part too. we all get together major holidays um anything for like our anybody in our friend group that has a child we all show up for yes, the child like certain things you already that. know you know what i'm saying and you don't expect i know you and crystal ain't about to go to the club with me you know what i'm saying like <laughs> I know. You know what I'm saying? So I don't even I wouldn't even ask y'all to do that. Now if I'm having a special event or a party that I want or you to birthday. attend. If it's I'll your birthday, you, yeah. that's a yes though. Yeah. I'll let you know, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I wouldn't even put y'all in that position to be making those requests that aren't even fair. Cause I know that's not even y'all's thing. You know what I'm saying? Like Yeah. So I get it. Yeah. Yeah. People need to what get is- real with their expectations. Don't be asking me. That's a big uh, one too. (laughs) Expectations too with how with how um engaging you are as a friend too. And I saw a lot of that during the pandemic too. Remember a lot of people were like, I'm now I'm seeing who my real friends are because like who wasn't hitting them or checking in. And it's like, man, people be having their own worlds. Like they ain't in the pandemic too. I died during the pandemic, so 
like everyone's going through so much and you and half the time you don't even really know what your friends are going through because a lot of people right. don't even tell you everything so it's like those expectations and I'm closer to my friends who are least pushy I noticed that I have some friends that are like a little bit more vocal and controlling like you didn't see me call you need da, 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 or I haven't spoken to you why haven't you called me those kind of friends I still love to death because they're my peoples, but I, I'll probably be like less yeah. around them. But the friends, like, I love like Claude. I'll text him and he might not respond <laughs> for three weeks <laughs> because he's high as balls at the studio or on mm-hmm. his couch somewhere. But I know he's going to text me back at some point when he sees it. Never once am I like, wow, three weeks. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, we jump back into the combo when he's ready to, and he does the same for me. And I actually love that. I don't need more than that. As long as you're good and I'm good and I know, you know, everything <laughs> you need, that's cool. Whatever. I that saw looks one like. of my best friends this weekend, James. Shout out to James. We were best friends back in Detroit. He now lives in Atlanta, has an amazing partner, doing his thing. He's an engineer, travels all over the world, like very successful. And he was in town last weekend celebrating a mutual friend that we have who's also from Detroit, their birthday. So, of course, we saw each other. He came by here, everything. Me and James don't have to talk every day. You know what I'm saying? Me and that fly going to talk soon as this session. <laughs> Me and James don't have to talk every day. You but know? the love don't change. And ain't there's nothing that I could not tell him, nothing I could ask of him, Same. vice versa. Like, like, I know everything that's going on in his life. He knows we check in. You know what I'm saying? Make sure that we're updated on things. Tell each other secrets. Like, we keep our friendship bond tight. And James is somebody who I, I just have he's, he's just always been a very understanding friend. And I've modeled a lot of my own approach when it comes to that friendship and, you know, expectation levels and shit after the way he was friends with me. Because James that. always knew how to be my friend. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And just here we are 20 some years later, you know what I'm saying? Still just like this. So it's certain relationships that do that just last and that just it's okay to just just let them be let them find their own rhythm and be defined by their own rhythm. Like, you know, so I, I ain't gonna that. bother y'all about the club. Shit. <laughs> now what's the third one, friend? We got romantic Family. friends. Mm-hmm. Family. Family. What would you say if I were to talk to your parents, your siblings? Let's mm-hmm. stick with that because cousins is a little different. Like cousins just That's friends. We all just over covered the place, them. right? Yeah. <laughs> your parents and your siblings or, or caretaker, because, you know, I know not mm-hmm. everyone, but your caretakers and just the people that you were raised with, what would they say was the most challenging part of being in your life in that capacity? <laughs> Dustin, <laughs> for those watching. <laughs> that part. I can't stand you. It's what I they mean, would say, you know what I'm real. saying? Like, yeah. it's the fact that he uh, fucks guys. I uh, <laughs> wow. no, uh, I think that's what would be the challenge of it right. all. But you know, oh well, because they fuck each other. I ain't say nothing to them about fucking having me. So don't <laughs> say nothing to me about who I be fucking off. But that's, that's the personal policy I abide by. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Now my siblings, on the other hand. They would say that I am probably 
the wild. I'm probably like the wild one of, of my, my siblings or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like I always encourage I'm laughing them to before like before you even say anything because I'm thinking of your brother. You know, right? I would like, love to ask him this question. I'm gonna have him come on the show actually, but like I, I um you know, my siblings would probably say that I encourage them to just go further with things both good and bad than they may have intended. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I probably need to like reel it in. That's probably what Damon would say. He say a lot of things that are horrible about me, but it's, it's part of my love language. So, you know. What about you, Asante? Um, you said the difficult things or just what would they say, period? The challenging aspects, yeah. Ooh, um... I used to be all over the place. My mom hated that. I just like never stayed at in the house. Like even when I was younger, I always being out playing with the other kids. And then when I got older, um, having to do after school programs, like I just was never at home. So that was like her main complaint. So like now mm. even that I, now that I'm gone, she's like, you don't call enough. So it's like, first I wasn't home enough. Now I don't call enough. So <laughs> it's always that. Um, my sister. Tell your mama we said, hey. And your sister. Hi, mama. And your dad. Uh, I would definitely so tell kind them. to me. Literally, right? I'm like, dang, the whole family though, because high dad and They've high been sis. So kind, yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like my siblings would say I was all over the place as well, but mainly, um, I was always just drawn to whatever was not at home. <laughs> like, like I, I just like needed to be outside. I needed to experience the outside world. I needed to know how things worked. Like, uh, I needed to know how long the road was or where it led to. I needed to know what other states and cities were like. I needed to know about the countries. Like I just needed to like get out. So I was just always very like gone. <laughs> even, even in school, I was like, mm, okay, the bell is going to be, it's going to ring at this time and I'm going to be out so I can go do this. X, Y. Like I was just, all, I, I've never been present. I mm. think that's probably if someone had to say they would be like, as much as I beg people to be present or I try to beg myself to be present in moments, it's very hard for me to be present. I feel like that's something that is, now that I think about it, has rang true for me since childhood. I remember you saying you would try to escape as a kid too, like, like yeah, I don't know. Subconsciously, I was running away. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I remember. That's I still, I vividly remember just having these stuffed animals, and my mom telling me how I got one of them, and I remember actually getting one of them from getting picked up by the police too. So I was just like, <laughs> like, like that. It was <laughs> like I didn't get caught all the time, but I did get caught a couple of times, which is terrible. That there were more than a couple of times I was doing such crazy things. Like I don't know what it was. It'd be like two o'clock in the morning mind you i wasn't doing drugs or anything like that i'm just up like i'm a damn child this is roman and, and i'm like i think everybody's sleep i'm about to get my ass up and then when, <laughs> i don't want to tell my i don't want to tell die. too much of my business but uh, uh my mom got a car because i don't want to tell which car it was well maybe a couple uh, you a car. yeah i just used to be out <laughs> And that's, oh that's God! I, I would die if my kid was just out driving. <laughs> I just used to. What be about out. you, friend? I don't have siblings, so I don't know what they would say. Um, my dad is wherever he at. My mom, mm-hmm. I think, is probably similar to, similar to Sante in the sense that she just wants more of my time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm like, girl, this is the monster you raised, you know, cause she was so busy and I just took it on. But also, you know, our bond was 
complicated as a kid yeah. and I think it, it got severed pretty early and it's just been a challenge of me, my mom and I trying to get that back like we've been trying for many years well, shout and out it, to y'all for trying though that's the yeah we do part. we talk about it yeah. we figure out ways to support each other even in our differences and whatever's been severed and I've made it a thing for me like I call my mom every Sunday that's mm-hmm. how my brain works I'm like that's I have to do that and it helps it's helped a lot um but I think that would probably be her biggest challenge being my mom is just feeling like she doesn't know where I'm at or like enough about what's going on or how I'm feeling or what I'm doing she literally like follows my Twitter and Patreon and Instagram Mm -hmm. and taught herself all those things is her way of keeping track which it makes me Mm -hmm. sad sometimes because I'm like she shouldn't be finding shit out the way that like a listener would you know but you also just things are just where they're at and we try and you know we work hard i love my mom but there and has god always bless your been efforts god absolutely bless your efforts. there's yeah. that distance but we try but i think yep. that that's probably what she would say is the most challenging just like not having enough of me in her life the girls try the boys try we all try <laughs> Now, what would you say your parents' glowing review of you? What are they just like, oh, this is my kid, and this is what I fucking fucks with him for? Just how um, I turned out, period. Okay? Okay. Like <laughs> Talk your shit. Everybody, and, well, not, not everybody can say that, you know, their parents were going to have what they wanted or blah, blah, blah. My mama had me. It was like, I don't know what my life is going to look like, and... I turned out better than anything she ever could have imagined. So shout out to that. Um, Same with my daddy. Like there's nothing better in this world than me to them, to me. Um, So (laughs) I feel like I've done a bang up job. I've, I'm a stand up citizen. I get called for a fucking jury duty. Uh, You know, I pay my taxes. I do what I need to do to survive in the world. I I treat people good. I tip well, because I used to get tipped well and used to want to be tipped well. So I try to pass on blessings where I get mine. And even the ones I don't have, I try to pass on. I just try to do right. And I feel like that's something that my family, um, they enjoy about me. They love to see that I'm doing good work and they love that I'm a good person. And I love that because they are good people. And all I could have ever wanted to be was as good as them. Oh, that (laughs) made my heart flutter. What about you, Dustin? I think my parents know I'm a hard worker and I think they, they are proud of my work ethic and when it's time to like handle projects and things at when I'm back home or whatever, they know who to go to when it's time to get shit cracking. And that, that looks like respect to me in our relationship. And so I do appreciate that. Um, and you know, they like that. I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm forthright. I follow through. So they <laughs> like that. Um, yes. It's a great quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom always says to me that she really likes me a lot. She's like, that is so cool to have a kid. She's like, I really like you. Like, if you weren't my kid and I just knew you as a person, I would mm-hmm. really want to be your friend. Because she says she just thinks I'm so cool. She was like, you're so kind. She's always talks about how thoughtful, all the qualities, like my integrity, especially in business that I don't come from money and the things mm-hmm. that I've been able to walk away from because it just didn't feel right and mm-hmm. didn't speak to me. And I didn't think it would be 
helpful to the world in any particular way. And she's like, I don't know where you got that from. Cause if I had them checks thrown at me, <laughs> I would be one of them influencers that would be selling pies, fish, shoes. She was like, I'm like you name it. So she's like, I just have a value system that she's like, it ain't even coming from me. So I don't know where you got it, but I'm just thankful you have it. And she, I know she's super proud of just how I move in the world and like the, the, the way I've created, you know, what I've created of myself considering what yeah. we come from. Cause she's like, she knows more than anyone, the obstacles that yeah. have been there mentally, that emotionally, physically that I've overcome that are like pretty severe circumstances. Mm-hmm. And she's like, look at you, you know, you're in Portland. Thriving. <laughs> yes. Thriving. I've I've had a company that I created since 2009 and I've sustained it. It's 2022. Mm-hmm. That's hard, you know, and I'm 40, I'm healthy. She loves the hell out of my partner and she's so mm-hmm. grateful to him and tells him that if it wasn't ancestral, she would adopt him, but then we would be siblings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mama friend. Yeah, she's like just so grateful. She's like, I, I want my, this is my treasure, and I want her to be protected and yes. safe, and she's just so thankful I found that. All the little generational changes I've been yeah. able to create just by existing, I think she's most proud of that. That's and that's a good feel feeling. good as a mom, yeah. especially Hell. as a mom of a daughter. Of a uh, dog, of a woman good. walking yeah. through this world, yeah, with the yeah. way that this world is set up against us. So I know she's super, super thankful for that. Um, what about business? Your mm-hmm. coworkers, high coworkers, <laughs> your associates, meetings, everyone who has shared space with you in campaigns, whatever the case. How would what would you say they would say is the most challenging aspect of working with you that I'm direct you know what Mm. I'm saying and sometimes that might it might be something that's hard not to take personally when it's directly related to business but we're speaking to each other so it's actually something that I work on and I'm I'm hyper aware of because I don't ever want to be misinterpreted as being like hurtful and nasty to somebody that I'm working with so right. that's something that I like, I'm mindful of, but I think that's what they would say. You know, I can I see don't that. fuck around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fuck around. <laughs> I feel like the same thing that you said for, uh, the friendship thing. I feel like that applies in business at times. Mm. Like sometimes we do think we have beatings and stuff. And I'm, I, I always feel like a fish out of water. So it's very hard for me to speak up. Cause it's like, all right, I know that this is the business aspect. But I'm still thinking about the creative aspect, but I have to separate that or monetize that. Like there are just all of these different hats that go into business. And so like removing like even like the emailing aspect and having language and having to do research, like I, I know in my business, I'm real like I'm real scary. Like so when it comes to working with me, like before I used to like like the way that you are now, friend, <laughs> that's how I was working in the restaurant. So mm-hmm. That's why now I've decided to venture into new industry and I'm learning a new trade right now. So I can feel super like, I just want to feel like, like, huh? So I've just been working on something and I'm going to share it one day. But when it comes to our business, I want to go to nail school. I just don't want to do no feet. (laughs) 
I, you know, have I always told you I, I want Can like a stereotypical no. gay? Uh, no. Like I want like a stereotypical gay trait. Like I wanted to go to like hair school or something because I do dye my hair or like learn how to do mm-hmm. eyebrows. That would be have, fire. Like, a, I thought about that, but I want to learn something a little bit more. Ups- I would do hair and like my boxers. <laughs> do hair. Like I like get my body IG. together. <laughs> yeah, get my body together and do hair in like boxers, Tim's, and a Yankees fitted. I'm so I'll do some mad shit at like this. Have like a private room. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Make it real plush. And that's what I do. Have them coming out looking like they've been the Lonzo. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, friend? Um, I actually know what the most challenging part of working with me is. What? If I step into a room or a situation where I can sense that there's that it's not organized or prepared it shifts something into my brain where I will take over. <laughs> like I just become this all consuming <laughs> like energy that will just fill up the room wherever it's there is wherever the gaps are. And mm-hmm. some people are like, Oh shit, that's amazing. You know, like, like I said, you're going to be perceived differently. Cause they're like, shit, she's thorough. She's going to come in. Shit's going to get fucking done and done well. But then there's other people that feel like that can be, a bit controlling and then they can't kind of like move how they want to if I'm a part of it. But it's like, I feel obviously this is my perception that I only do that when I feel there's lack in some respect and whatever we're a part of, I want that shit to be great, you know, period. Period. And whoever got to step up, got to step up. And I have no problem with being that person. And I don't think that that's a bad quality because it's like, so are we just going to all sit back and hope someone comes in or is someone going to say, I'll take the reins until, you know, we're all at an even keel. Like, let's figure it out. And and that's something I've done because I do have that sort of like, let's it's be great energy. It's a skill set energy. that you have. Yeah. yeah. And then I've been in business since 2009. And when I started, similar to what Asante was saying, you know, you kind of feeling shit out. You finding mm-hmm. your voice, your footing, your role, your place. And through all those years of having to be in boardrooms where people will take advantage of you, where people will try to twist your vision to fit theirs or, you know, get you to do certain shit, whatever the case, a lot of the times people's intentions are not necessarily for your vision and more so what they can get out of you. So when you start peeping game, you feel less, yeah, you feel less weird about taking up space in a room because if I'm working on this, it's going to be how I said it's going to be. And if you're not interested in that, we don't have to work together. And that right. doesn't mean I don't play nice. Cause I'm also a great fucking team player, but I just have to see that everybody wants it too. Right. That's when I play best as a team player. Like we all running through the field at the same speed, but if people are lacking, I'm going to take up that space. I agree. And I think that's and, a challenging aspect of working with me because I will consume your ass. But see, I think that's a great, one of the great parts about working with you is that exactly what you speak of. Like, it's something that makes me have trust in you as somebody that I work with. Right. So, you know, fuck with, fuck, fuck all that. <laughs> you know like, we going to get like, this shit done one way or yeah, the other. <laughs> it's about respecting the project and wanting the best yes. for the project, whatever the thing is that y'all are working on. If everybody has respect for that, it's guaranteed to succeed because everybody's going to give it their all. Right. And, and to me, that's not like an ego thing. Like, if we all three have a one-third contribution to this pie. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
it's not the the friend show. It's not the Asante show. It's damn sure not the Dustin show. You know what right. I'm saying? It's the friend yeah. zone. Yeah. So you just have to humble yourself and know the role you play and just fill that space up. Yeah, exactly. And it takes a while to get there because people yeah. will, will make you feel less than. But I think I that's part of the be, challenge. Like, I, I look. I love working with co-hosts and shit. It's, it's like my it's other bomb. job with Ebony. I know that's Ebony's show. I'm the co-host. She's chair one. I'm chair two. That's in our contracts. Right. So it's understood. There's, There's understanding. No, like, yeah. Like, it's not a, a power. It's not nothing. Like, I know the role I play. I'm grateful for it. Mm-hmm. And I do my thug thizzle. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. that is just, people have to understand that. And then it kind of, like, helps you keep in perspective what you're seeking from this situation and what you, you know, all that stuff. That's, that's Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. yeah, and it works well too because I know a lot of my peers and friends when they have projects, if there's something they might need, you know, they'll be like, they can call me. Yeah, and I'm that friend too. That if you need to figure out your rate, you know, how much should I charge for this or that? What are you thinking? Or I have this opportunity, but I, I something's missing as far as like what they're offering, or can you help me clean up this vision for this particular project? Whatever the case, you know, you get all I'm text. that person. Yeah, I do. And I love it. I love it. Cause I just want us to all be great. So I can be a little bit controlling and consuming, but I always think that it's for the best. Like, cause I want us to be fly. I want us to get right. paid and I want us to do what we want to do and like do it well. So um, that's probably it. What about the glowing reviews? What would your coworkers say? the best aspect of being in your presence and working with you? Well, the best part about working with Asante is that he is literally a people person. He really is. If there's ever, whenever everybody got to kind of play their role, I know I can count on like if I, if there needs to be some communication, like person to person, I know I can relay a message to Asante and he'll know how to interpret it specifically to whoever he's talking to, to really get it uh, communicated effectively and get the result we need. I love that. The best part about working with Fran is that I have 100% trust in her personal compass when it comes to conducting business with this project that we're working on. So I know that I can bounce certain ideas off of her or she can bounce certain ideas off of us or whatever, and we can make it work because I know that her focus is... I know, I know what her focus is pertaining to this project. So mm-hmm. I, I just have, it just makes it easier to like operate together to keep this thing moving. And I'm really grateful for that because that's not always the case when you work with like multiple people on one right. project. Yeah. So that's like the best part. Uh-huh. The best part about me working with me is that I'm me. <laughs> <laughs> and we love it. <laughs> we sure do. That's I'll weird. go. My favorite part of working with Asante is that whenever we have, I guess it ties into the social thing too. Like if we have like meet and greets or an event or something where we have to be front facing, Asante is a marvel. Like you're so magical. That's why everyone hires you to like host their live shows or, you know, run different aspects of whatever it is that they're, you know, whatever event they're putting together. Because you're just a magical person with people. Like, you make everyone laugh. I do it for the people. You, you have good comedic timing. You know how to read the room. You have great command of audiences. That's why I loved when you were doing the If I Were a Rapper game show. Because it was just so perfect for you. It, had, it like, meshed all of your favorite things. People, friendship, music. Um, game shows 
So you're just magical. And I, I trust that like, I'm not the most, uh, I'm social. I'm not awkward either. Like I can be around people and be great, but I think knowing that you're there just adds that sparkle that I know, like we're going to have a great time and people are going to have a great time in our presence because you're there. Cause I'm a, a slightly more withdrawn, but I can count on you to, <laughs> to be the razzle dazzle. Yep. Yeah. That just kind of like makes the group work. Cause like right. Dustin said, everyone has their magic and their role. And I love that about you, that like reliable sparkle that I know you, you bring. And with Dustin, I mean, you are the, the comedic backbone of this show. Like no matter what la- layers we might be pulling, you will find the joke. <laughs> <laughs> you know how to make people laugh. You know how to lighten up a space. You're also extremely loyal. Like mm. it's you have a level of loyalty that I think is very old school and very rare in this day mm. and age. Like I know if you have someone's back, that's not changing. It's gonna be hell and high water <laughs> to get mm-hmm. you to be disloyal to someone. I mean, I've seen people try to talk to you about someone just to kind of test your temperature and you just shut it down. Um, you're also very boundaried, which makes having meetings you know where we might be feeling mm-hmm. something's off you we trust that you're gonna say something and kind of always have that protective energy I guess you'd say of just like yourself and us so uh, that combo is just so sweet you know because we have like Asante's you, magical friend. sweetness your protection um so I'm the mean one <laughs> no I think you're just you're very clear you the know and boundaries <laughs> You're the you're the Aries of the group. It like works yeah. perfectly. Asante's the Pisces. He's the watery that can kind of shift and form I'm or whatever's the Ram, needed in baby. the room. <laughs> Dodge Ram, hear me. Okay, so and I turn that right. I'm the Earth sign, so I think I bring the the groundedness. You know, the foundation, mm-hmm. the organization, so everyone can kind of fit and move wherever they see fit. Dustin. You bring, not only are you hilarious, but it's very intelligent comedy. And I feel like we have right. to right. stress the importance of how comedy. intelligent your, your comedic, not the comedic timing, the cadence, uh, like everything about what goes into your jokes, where you put them, when and why. You know, not everyone that listens may understand. Not even I, I might not understand all of them, but I know that they all work in this magical orchestra in your head. And this mm-hmm. symphony, it, it's a beautiful song that plays every week of the front song that people look forward to. And I love to be part of it. Sometimes I hate it. Sometimes I wish there was a way to get away from it. And sometimes I'm doubled over in it and I just can't help myself. So I appreciate you not only for your comedy and how intelligent it is, but for the perspective that you bring. I feel like you bring this this strength and the sincerity at the same time, which is so dope. And uh, Like I Andy stri- Irie without that head wrap. <laughs> <laughs> Intelligent. Um, friend, you, you knew it was coming. Friend, you are... Like, I mean, honestly, I hate to compound you both, but <laughs> everything that I feel like I said about Dustin, I can add to Fran. Everything I'm about to say about mm-hmm. Fran, I feel like I can add to Dustin. Like, both of... Because the both of you together... I feel like the reason that I'm okay with being the quiet one for the most part is because it's like there has to be some sort of balance. Now, all three of us could be crazy, 
Or right. <laughs> you could be crazy and make Fran crazy. And and then I'm just loud laughing at y'all asses because why the hell wouldn't I when y'all are both being so extra? Um, but no, Fran, you are just you you've you have the warmth and the 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 foresight and you just make me want to think of every word that means something that I don't normally say, right? Um you just you just bring that energy that you talked about. I know I'm about to really take y'all somewhere, but I'm I have to. I can only be a Sante, all right? Mm-hmm. Naruto, because I'm watching Boruto, <laughs> the next generation. I love it. Naruto <laughs> is the story of the ninja who carried the chakra of the nine-tailed fox beast spirit in him, right? Wow. This spirit was so powerful, and he grew up without his parents. He uh, lived by himself, was going to school, trying to be a ninja, was told he wasn't going to be shit. This motherfucker became not only the most powerful ninja slash shinobi ever or at the time, he also became the uh, leader of his village, which was his dream. But when he protected, and I'm watching because they have to get to the fifth war, but in this fourth war... <laughs> they he, got a fifth war? There's a, there's a fifth war. The fifth war is coming. Like the I, fifth war. Like, no, 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 D. No, no T. No oh, D. war, no. like war. I thought yeah, you yeah, meant like they had a fifth war. I was like, well, I like, get into this. <laughs> in this fifth... I mean, in, in the fourth war, or in the midst of it, Naruto, he literally used his chakra. The, first of all, the spirit that was trapped inside of him hated him. He was a spirit trapped inside of him in this little fucking boy. I'd a be hateful too if I had nine tails. Didn't you say it was a nine, nine tail box? Now that <laughs> now, I'd have made his ass a coat. First of all, you got nine tails. You coming? Come on, Detroit. Ass look at you. Look I'm at sorry. you. Look at you. Look at you. I gut that motherfucker. <laughs> this fox I have all nine of them going around my shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> this little boy, honestly, it would be a cute look if Cash had like a nine tails fox. Anyway, nine, I'm um, trying to tell you. Ooh, and like one like it's first place, my mind went. Like a, Hell yeah. Anyway, so wrapping uh, around like a like Mary's braid on that album, wrap the tail around. Her here's dad. here's why Fran is Naruto, though, right? <laughs> He had to make friends with this fox spirit and eventually use because his he said he was going to protect everybody in the village. But in the middle of this war, he used his his chakra and the chakra of the fucking fox spirit that he had to become friends with to protect. Like literally, you saw this orange shield cover everybody like thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of people because he was protecting them in the war and fought the fuck out the enemies and won. You come into a room. You literally let your energy out to figure out what is going on. And some people may feel uncomfortable. They might feel like your energy is going against theirs, but it's really waking it up. Like you just come in because you're trying to make sure everything is on par. Like you said, you want to make sure they want it as bad as you do. You you come to this show and even this week asking me hard ass questions, you make sure you keep us to task in some form or fashion when you're, when you're not making the jokes, which is crazy. Right. But I just love the fact that you, it's a warm spirit. Like it's not that you just this powerhouse and it's all ego walking around. Like you're not, I was about to say something to put you in a position that should not happen. You're not like one of those people that are like, I'm up here. So I don't have to interact with any of y'all. You continue like to who? expand. <laughs> no, I was just going to make a, a rapper's reference. I was like, you, you're not one of those girls. Name that, you, know, names. you got on the pedestal. The I'm keeping it on the playground. Okay. We in the sandbox. Okay. All right. <laughs> you know, it's Fran's name in there. I don't want to keep her in there. So we in the sandbox. Um, you know, I just love, you are very much like Cheska Lee. Did we talk about her on here before this? No, that was before we recorded. We were to Cheska Lee. Shout out to Cheska Lee. We were talking about we're her before her this and how important privately. she is. Yeah. And I don't know if Love it's, it's the name Lee. Francesca, but y'all are one of the same in how you both are just 
such excellent visions in your work and your work ethics, and then in how you uh, shine lights on other people and how you provide opportunities for other up. people. Okay. <laughs> Like just everything you do, friend. I could I could write you a love letter for days. And Dustin, yours had to be short and sweet because you're like the brother that I've never had, and you're gonna make jokes about the whole thing anyway. So intelligent. <laughs> I'm, ones. A high, so, I'm a haiku. I'm a haiku. You're a haiku. Y'all is so I'm a haiku. Haiku. And I don't need but a few lines. That's it. Hey, five, seven, not five. like that. I have never done cocaine. Just to Whoa. be clear, I just, I just need a few lines to my, you know, like a five, Y'all seven, five. need them. Well, that's so sweet. Thank you, Asante. I appreciate that. Because I, I perceive myself as a warm energy, but I know it's not always felt that way. <laughs> so, friend. Y'all even, it wasn't matter, so that matters friend, to me. Even you could you have gone off on me. I was gonna say you could. You have gone off on me, and I've never been like, <laughs> I've always been like, oh shit. Like, cause I think because both of you, you're like my older brother and sister. Like, yeah. If, when my sister's gone hey. off on me. I ain't never thought I Brother can't stand this. <laughs> <laughs> he triggered by that older part. <laughs> uh, y'all are my y'all are siblings in my heart. So and descriptive. Thank I you. don't like arguing with my real sibling, even though we had a long history of me now, you know, fucking with them. I still did not want to disrespect them, and I would never want to disrespect either of you in right. any form or Thank fashion you. or Same. function. And that's Same why I ever. want nothing but the best for the both of you. And I, when people, because people talk about nothing on Twitter, and that's just a thing that I've learned about whatever. So if anyone has ever said anything about us, it don't matter anyway, because it's them. It's not us talking right. to each other, interacting. So I and love you. Vice version or whatever it is. Right. <laughs> Vice versa. Oh, I love yeah, this. Vice, vice versa. Vice I be an angel because yeah. I'm a devil, a down south Georgia rebel. Vice a whole nother level. Sorry, I don't know why that. This was perfect. I purposely ended it with us. Uh, I positioned it so that we could give each other flowers because I think, especially as friends and siblings and coworkers, we don't do that enough because we be on in our zone just trying to get the work done and power through. So I'm thankful for y'all. Y'all are literally like my favorite people. We've been doing this. It's going to be seven years in a couple months, which is insane to think about. Like, what have you dedicated seven years of your life to? Right. <laughs> that is intense and beautiful <laughs> we've created. And I think these audits, especially now, you know, turning 40, I'm I want to think a little deeper, <laughs> Dustin. You look like the Maya Angelou video when she was at Oprah, and she's like, <gasps> but I think it's nice to think of not only how you're being perceived because I don't necessarily think that that's always right, but right. just how the people who matter to you and the people that you're trying to affect with your work, like, what are you doing? What are you really putting out there? Um, what can be tweaked? what can maybe be adjusted or modified and what parts of you are just no longer needed for the version of you you're trying to enter. And I'm going into my forties. I want to be softer. I want to be more easeful than I've been. I want my life to just be like bliss. And so I'm, I wanted to audit, you know, my friendships, my business relationships, my partnerships, my my family and just make sure that like everything is feeling good and right and whatever I need to face needs to be faced and I think that that is important for people to look into sometimes you know how am I holding myself back from receiving and giving as much love as possible in all the different arenas I play in in my life 
because mm. it, it just changes shit. Uh, my life is, I'm such a love bug now. I'm like, people talk about how I'm glowing, but it really has to do with like how much love I'm just like in. <laughs> I'm just like, life is just so sweet. And obviously it has its challenges. Put your picture on a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> it has its challenges. It has its ugly ass days. But for the most part, I'm so thankful. Look at the life we live, right? Like Blessed. Blessed life. Amen. Beyond the belief. The friend zone changed my life. Amen. I've learned Legit. so much from y'all. Like this Amen. is it's such a blessing to be able to, to do what we do. And sustain ourselves Amen. Uh, based upon it. As black that is creative. A blessing. Mm-hmm. And it's not lost on me. I'm I'm so grateful. I thank God every day for that. Every Almost day for that, that shit. But he know what I was respecting. <laughs> it's amazing to look in each of our boxes and see we're all in different places, but spaces that we want to be in. Like I wake yes. up I wake up every day in my apartment. Well, sometimes when I'm trying to go to sleep, I just start thanking God and hopefully I can pray my way to sleep. But that usually don't work either. Cause then I just <laughs> the wheels get back to turning. But I just be thanking God. I'd be like, Thank you for these walls. There's so many and they're all mine. I, I just y'all's love beautiful you. ass apartments, like life Your beautiful is good. ass house. Like okay. right. <laughs> life is good. And thank God we've we've started something and we dedicated focus and, and applied effort to it and really worked hard. And it has grown and blossomed into something that we can see and feel, you know, yeah. in our lives and our livelihoods. And that is a, a experience that not a lot of people are fortunate enough to have. And we are. And that's such a blessing and a blessed existence. And we should be so grateful. God is good. I know it's like a drug Amen. dealer at Christmas. I love it. No, no, you know, I'm, I'm with, with it. it. That's what it is. Like, I'm with it. We are all on one accord. Thank you, God. And I just wanted to put that out there, that audit out there for those of you listening. That's something to kind of tap into as we move into the second half of the year. Um, It's been a crazy time, but there's always room for reflection, improvement, appreciation, love, growth, all of the things. And hopefully this kind of prompted you to think about those things, especially with the people that matter to you and are around you. So that's it for this week's hot button. Thank you guys for being so open. I love when we get in our little friend zone bag. Let me too, let me close back. I want to hug y'all. <laughs> right, let me lock the door. Yeah. <laughs> so my um wellness segment is super short because I've spoken enough, uh, but. Shinasty, Shinasty, Shinasty asked me about my skin. And I wanted to tell her that. I thought I was done. They say it's done. (laughs) Exor Botanical Beauty, which is exorabb.com. That's I X O R A B -B B.com. Okay, y'all know I've been plugging this donkey milk for the past year and some change. Um, y'all know I use the the donkey milk cleanser and the moisturizer. What else am I using from her? Um, the toner that I'm about to talk about. So it's sea moss. Very, very, um, what are they called? Oh. Dr. Sebi. Thank you. Well, what do we call them? The name is slipping me. Black Israelites. <laughs> Anti-vaxxers. <laughs> Uh, let me see what else. I heard the word. What's the word? What about. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I don't know why it's it's, it's gone. We ain't heard it in a minute. <laughs> it's gone. It's okay. Well, CMOS and Centella. What's Dr. Umar? He is a kufi wearing um, <laughs> at the swings with the red eyes. <laughs> Dr. Umar Johnson, he is a black maskless, a uh, um, 
<laughs> not a black C-Moss? nationalist. What so CMOS and Santella <laughs> calming gel toner. This was new for me mm-hmm. because I've never seen toner in the in form of like a gel, uh-huh. which right. is That's so... That's usually a spritz. It's usually a spritz or, or just or like a liquid. liquid yeah, that you put your cotton ball. But this one is a really calming gel toner and you put it on and you're it kind of reminds me of um, aloe vera gel. Uh-huh. You know, when you go on vacation and you kind of been in the sun all day, you need something to cool your skin off from being Absolutely. in the heat. You put that aloe vera and it just has that cool calming effect. Very similar Lots feeling. Of healing properties. And exactly. And she's from the island. So I love all the ingredients that she chooses and picks. Um, so this is sea moss and centella calming gel toner. Now the sea moss is deeply moisturizing. I have never seen a toner that moisturizes normally you feel kind of stripped mm-hmm. you know your skin gets mm-hmm. that squeaky you really literally feel like you can and run you think your you be thinking that's it. how i feel when it's toned and the whole time you, you think it's like clean and it messes with your head because you're like oh if it's this squeaky clean <laughs> right. i've been that, stripped of all the dirt your skin out okay but is it stripping you of the good shit too so a lot of times you actually work against your skin and the moisture barriers but that this is, is really crazy. deeply moisturizing the shit you don't know right and it protects irritated skin, which I had actually used a serum a couple weeks back that jacked my shit up and I had to fix it quick because, I, you know, we're on camera every week. And this helped so much with all the information and irritation. Blast, no, because they're a great brand. Tell it just didn't work for me. <laughs> tell it. You can tell everything tell else. Tell so it. You're trying to get her crossfire again. Damn. No, such, no, such no. Such and such, your serum is fucked up. <laughs> Because it works my damn for people. Skin up. <laughs> you know why? Because it works for a lot of people. It just didn't work for me. So I don't want to stop someone from getting it. it was. Centella extract, um, which is also in this product, is known for improving the appearance of marks and scars. So if you're dealing with any old pimple scars that you were picking at where you're not supposed to, or you know, right. we just get marks and scars from whatever you're doing if you're shaving. You're talking about the toner still, right? Yeah, this is the tone of the sea moss and centella. Uh, But the the centella extract strengthens skins as well, improves collagen, which as I'm, you know, an aging woman, that really helps me stay youthful and my skin stay taut, right? You need need as much collagen being produced in your body. And it also improves the firmness of the skin to promote a more youthful appearance, which y'all know I'm all about. Especially since I'm someone that doesn't wear makeup. Um, I really don't even know how to use it, which I need to learn. I need to start watching YouTube videos. But as someone who be out here in the world raw dogging the world. Whoa. Whoa. That came out. Whoa. Super wrong. <laughs> I need to make sure my you face know, this looks week, good. I, you are really... Stepping into your new decade. I can't even ask my question after that. Jesus. I was going to ask, what size did you get for Anne? So what could... size? What's the largest one? Four ounces. Is it? That's the one I got, okay. I think. You got it right there next to you? No, I don't actually. Damn, but right. I have the picture. No, I It has wa- to be whatever the large one is. Yeah, though. I, I just want you to hold mm-hmm. it up. I just wanted a Yeah, a this one for those of you watching. And it is honestly, it is... So soothing at nighttime. I love like my night routine. So that's something that I've added maybe the past, I'd say six weeks. And 
I see the difference. My skin just looks so dewy, which I love. I personally, I know some people like their skin to look a little more matte, but I like the dewy where it looks like you were in the Caribbean. You know, I'm an island girl, so I like that mm-hmm. that look. Mm-hmm. So that works for me. I know that not works. That might not work for everyone else to kind of have that glassy skin, but check it out, especially if you're someone that has sensitive skin and maybe you've tried toners but just didn't really fuck with the the stripping feeling. So I don't have alcohol. Uh, try this one: Sea Moss Centella Extract Calming Gel Toner. Xorabbixorabb.com. And then that's one of the products I added. And the next week, I'll talk about the second product that I added to just kind of tweak my regimen because the weather is changing too. You know, okay, we're getting well, out of winter. Okay, what it is now. I will. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting out of winter. We're in spring. So you got to tweak, you know, not as heavy. I'm, I'm using products that are not as heavy. So we'll talk about all of that next week. And that's it for this week's hot button. And Do y'all be using segment. like facial skincare products on your butt? Like, do y'all use, no. like, face wash on your butt? No, I've heard of Face that wash though. on my butt? I've is that for... No, it. I haven't done that. Do people do that if they have, like, acne? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah that I've seen. Too. I don't like have acne. For like body acne or, like, you know... Yeah, or, like, back, back acne. Yeah. I could see how yeah. that would work, though, if if it's... Lamar uh, all up in the crack of your ass. <laughs> Shit, that's expensive, though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Crack. <laughs> and slid that Lamar all up through the crack of the top of the crack of your ass and all up underneath the the, the be- bellows of your ass cheeks and shit. All Not your bellows. BBL. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a product I wanted John to check out because it has done me good and my face does look super glowy lately. People have been asking me if I'm pregnant. That's always how you know. <laughs> They're all like, You right. pregnant, you glowing. No, it's just a toner. <laughs> Get off my Twitter. <laughs> I'm just so, washing my face. Right? I'm just sleeping on silk pillowcases. But Asante, Mr. Music Man, what you got for us this week? All right. Uh, weekend two of Coachella. It was more oh, of the same performances. Actually, Again. I'm lying. I don't know what happened this weekend at Coachella because I was not there. But the streams, uh, I, I didn't watch. I didn't go watch the streams diligently like I wanted to. I just caught some of the... They curated some of the performances that had happened uh, week one, and maybe they did some of the performances from weekend two. I'm not entirely sure, but I went back and watched some of the curated performances. I rewatched Anita just because it was a great show to watch the first time, so I rewatched her ass again. And I actually caught the City Girls this time. City Girls looked good. They looked like they had so much fun. Shout out to Karish and JT. Um, look it up. I want to see. Damn, I love the City Girls. Yeah, I think that was all I actually caught. Once I saw, <laughs> once I saw that it was like. Um, once I, I once I saw it was like just a curation of the the stream, I was like, "Well, I watched most of these," but then I happened upon the City Girls this time, so I was like, "Oh, maybe they curated this into there since it wasn't on there last week when I was trying to look for it." So, shout out to Coachella! Um, thanks for the YouTube stream. Shout out to YouTube. That's really all I, I want to talk about for music, just because there's so much that has happened in music. There's so many music videos. There needs to be some sort of like I need to compile a little bit more and and, and talk about some of them, but uh. Uh, all the girls have released their drill records. All of their visuals are out as well. I know before we talked about um, Carisha and JT's record, but Nikki's hers is out and Cardi B's hers is out. Um, I don't care oh, about pinning anybody I against anybody. Everybody just she go watch all of them. 
<laughs> Everybody just go watch whoever you want to watch and support who you're going to support. Whatever your opinions are, they're not mine. I don't care. I've seen Both everybody. Great. All three great records. I'm going to say, I all, love them all. All three and they look, look so good. good in the all videos. three sound good. It can be a whole mix. Mm-hmm. I hope that. Hope that they all end up showing up in one place and then, you know, box and then have a drink afterwards. I don't know. Whatever needs to <laughs> be the resolution should be the resolution. But that's in time because, again, that's none of my business. If bitches hate each other, they hate each other. I can't do shit about that. But they records all go to me, so they all go to me. I'm not going to say one was better than the other. They're all drill records. They all got the job done in their own unique ways. And I appreciate each and every one for their efforts. So shout mm-hmm. out to the ladies in hip hop this week. Now we can get into songs to play. Uh... I would love to know, Fran, what you've been listening to because you have had me all in my emotions this week trying to process (laughs) shit. I don't know why. So now I'm ready to just listen to some music and see what other vibe you was in or what what else you got high to while listening to to making a charcuterie board. I played a lot of Green Tea Pang. Shout out to Green okay. Tea Pang. I really fuck with her, man. And I've actually, I'm pretty sure I've played this song before, but it just <laughs> was the song of my weekend, of my birthday, and yeah. I've had it stuck in my head, and I'm going to play it again. It's called Mr. Sun by Green Tea Pang. <laughs> yeah, Woke up today and the sun was shining. I said, Mr. Sun. Honestly, yes, you should, she's just dope. You should check out that whole project. Um, is was it called Man Made? Don't sound like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Rising, and it dropped in 2019. And it has let's see how many songs. Only six songs, like an 18, 19 minute Perfect. project. Really chill, and it's that same vibe. You know that perfect like driving down. The oh, LA Highway type vibe. And the song is called dope. Mr. Sun, and then in parentheses, Miss the Sun. Okay. See, she's tight. I really fucks with her. I love her content. Stay woke. Just her whole being. So <laughs> check, check out Green Tea Pang, Mr. Sun. That was my birthday theme song. That's it for me this Love week. it. Yes. All right, Dustin Ross, what you got? What you been listening to? What you been vibing to? First song I want to play is Dreaming of the Past by Pusha T. It's levels, it's layers, so pray for the players, uh. We hollow the walls and back of bodegas, uh. I got plenty, there's so many, yeah. They say, give me, he got plenty, yeah. Bruh, you niggas ain't flexing, you cramping. My weight keeping niggas on the bikes like Amblin. Weight loss, rent loss, scrambling. Now pass the champagne to the champion. My niggas get money, get money, get money. Like yay sampling. Gun stutter, make the drum line like grambling. MGM gambling, blew a small mansion. Annoyed cause this bitch calling Lon Von Lanvin. Fuck who you stamping, them niggas just standing. It's not me, they censor and block me. You hollering top five, I only see top me. Award shows, the only way you bitches could rob me. 
It's levels, it's layers, so pray for the players. Clip him, baby, if he flinch at the price of Bottega. Oh, I got plenty. Annoyed because this bitch calling Lon Von Lamb. <laughs> Next song I want to play is Making Moves by C Murder, because this is my shit forever. And Monica been going to see him in jail. <laughs> no, you didn't. I wake up in the morning and grab my gap, recock my shit before I grab my hat. Then I page my niggas, Fiend and Mac, cuz we be strapped like the men in black. And uh, one time don't bother me, already paid my dues for a robbery. Just cashed a check for 200 G's, left them hoes alone to pursue my dreams. I told them haters, don't play no game. Got a bunch about it, motherfuckers screaming my name. Left the life of crime for the life of rhyme. With every move I make, it's bulletproof with nines. You don't wanna go to war with me. I got big man that vibes with me. Just some more thug niggas riding with me. Cause making moves with thugs is a high. Making moves with thugs. Folks with thugs. Making moves with thugs. Yeah. Oh, I'm, okay. I need to change my bio to making moves with those. <laughs> That's what you do every, each and every week on the every friend zone. Every day. <laughs> okay. Um, the last song I want to play, damn. Yeah, this is the last song I want to play. I don't, because I'm obsessed with this album. This is Just So You Remember by Pusha T. It's, it's a good project. you come out to the light can your eyes behold the sight it's only The number don't change, I know who the chemist is. Brick by brick, we kept open dealerships. Mitch by Mitch, we built up our villages. Seeing you rappers apply for the stimulus. Living a lie, but die for your images. It's guns involved like cowboys and Indians. You track hawk, but not my equivalent. Flew your bitch to Cuba for the thrill of it. But I ain't go to show you what you should have did. Tennis chains to hide all my blemishes. My joker smile, you know who the yeah, yeah, rap Fire. music. That beat crazy. I'm telling you. That project was been, crazy. Been stuck yeah. on it all weekend. Like, I the can't production even, like, is what got me, for real. For real, and Kanye West, um, toothy smile ass, produced <laughs> the whole, uh, they produced the whole project, so Shit it's incredible. Thing. Shit. Yeah, that's it for me this week. All right. Well, I have a few things that I'm going to play very quickly, starting with, uh, damn, what am I starting with? Uh, there's this TikTok song. If I should start anywhere, oh, I guess I should start with TikTok. <laughs> uh, have y'all heard of Lil Shorty Scott? No. Okay, so he got this song. He says, I'm going to read the lyrics before I play the song, right? I want to take a pic with Cardi B inside my cardigan. Niggas know I'm late. Late, They call me shorty, Mr. Tardy Man. I just smoke my weed and fuck these hoes. I'm not no party man. Hit the plug and check the gas and take off in that Harley man. Okay, so the reason that I read this song, I don't actually know the fruition of this song. I just know that this was like a TikTok song I kept hearing. And now there is a remix to this song with Offset. So 
I just want to oh, play it wow. really quick because I thought that was cool. That was I, Offset, like, cool. Right? Like, I don't know if they planned this or if he got their attention. Offset decided to jump on it. I don't actually know the story, but I just thought it was cool. I was like, oh, okay, Offset's on here now. So let me listen to this whole track, which is all of like a minute and change or maybe two minutes. But uh, here it is. Rocking right, The song is called Rocking a Cardigan in Atlanta. This is the remix with Offset. I want to take a pic with Cardi B inside my cardigan. Niggas know I love, they call me shorty, Mr. Tardy Man. I just smoke my own weed and fuck these hoes, I'm not no party man. Hit the plug and take the gas, you take off in a Harley Man. I see a thotty with a booty. Bitch, I'm fresh and hell, I got a rig on this bitch with Kasubi. Yes, sir. Call me shorty, a.k.a. Mr. Stastemmer, Mr. Fred Boy, get it going, I am a rapper. Awesome. Lamborghini, skew me, pardon me. me. Y'all done started me. me. Calling up Elliot, tell him to water me. I'm in her arteries. Uh. I gotta switch on my Glock in the mall with me. Switch. Nigga don't talk to me. Huh? Casualties, if he got smoke with me. We done know the score by three. Cardi, yes, cook dope like culinary. Hey, y'all. So, um, Offset sounds nice on there. Song is cool. Lil Shorty Scott is cool, whatever he's doing. I always like when people doing new cool little uh, random shit like that anyway, so we'll see where it goes. Um, next artist I want to talk to you about is Fouché, Brittany Fouché, who some of you probably found uh, rec- remember from The Voice season, uh, season 15. Uh, I knew of her because she randomly came to the Pompette and she did uh, one of our Wednesday wind downs at the time, which is crazy. Um, but she is an artist who is established and she has budgets and she has visualizers on her YouTubes. And there's a visualizer for this song that she has out called Double Standard. Uh, she released it a couple weeks ago, maybe a month ago, but still fairly fresh. This is what uh, this is what Fouché is doing. Go check her out. Listen. The little vibe, I like it. right? Yeah. You know, Fouché, she does a lot of different cool little things, uh, especially coming off the deep end. Now, there's her double standard. Check out Fouché, it's F O U S H E E. There's an accident X on the last D, but I don't know if uh, man, she, I in. think if I remember correctly, she did a an episode of Colors recently. Mm-hmm. And she had this fire ass vest. I looked it up and everything. I was like, <laughs> I need to know because I wanted it. And that shit was a $3,500 Burberry Ooh, vest. Damn, it was fire. Ooh, but I really liked it. She, The way she rocked it. Because I guess um, Colors has a partnership. You know me I know well. you got it, fam. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> what? No, but she... And, and it's colors, your birthday? Girl, what's the tracking number? <laughs> <laughs> you ain't killing me. Being a Taurus is hard. <laughs> I think Colors has a partnership with um, 
with Burberry. So they like mm-hmm. lace the artists now, or at least they That's have dope. been. It's a really great idea, honestly. So the artist's been dressing in some shit. I'm like, what is this? Hell and then yeah. I realized it was a partnership. But that vest, fire. And she's a dope artist. She looked great. Man, shout out to Colors. And yeah. Definitely shout that out to That song was good. It was. Hell yeah. She's it reminded fine. me of some shit I ain't heard in a minute. So I was like, I definitely could use this type of vibe, especially going in the summertime. I like that a lot. Hell mm-hmm. yeah. Um, since we're talking about uh, vibes, I ain't heard in a minute. Uh, Willow has been around for a minute, actually, with her new sound. But she's giving us, she's continuing to give us range on this new track with Pink Panthers. The track is called Where You Are, featuring Willow. Here it is. I suffer in silence. I still don't know why, I guess. I'm built for another. A flower I'm growing. Water today, I chose it to leave you tonight. You don't want it to you. So Willow's, Willow's giving us a little, you know, club electronic something, you know, showing us she can do everything. She will do everything. She's going to do it all. She's coming for What's that she about Apple cider. Tell me some apple cider. What was she saying? <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't she know. She's my apple cider. So I'm trying to find where you are, you know, just that whole little vibe. I felt like that was something good for the, the nighttime, the lo-fis that need a little extra fire. I don't know. So Willow is a dope ass artist though, real talk. Like hell she's yeah. a dope she does fucking her thing. artist. Yeah. Hell yeah. Shout out to Willow. Um, shout out to all the artists uh, again that came out with visuals. Shout out to the artists I haven't talked about in a minute, but we talked a lot about Money Long. She has a song out, she has another song out called Another. So make sure you go and check <laughs> that out. Outside of that, I am done with the Music Man segment. Thank you all for your listens. And now we can move on to TV land. Dustin Ross, please tell us what you've been watching. First of all, um, Megan Thee Stallion did an interview on CBS News this morning with Gail King. Not this morning, but that's the mm. name of the show. But with Gail King, um, <laughs> where she detailed her account of the shooting with Tory Lanez in the car and all that really? shit. Really? following the story? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, shit. It was a big interview. So people had mixed reviews, mixed reactions, but they're going to do that anyway. Um, but she really explicitly let, said some things and laid out some details that she hadn't been so clear about uh up until this point so it's definitely must see tv check that out you can find it on youtube just look up um megan the stallion interview it'll pop right up cbs with gail king shout out to gail king um love and oh first of all the real housewives of atlanta comes back this sunday may 1st Uh so this weekend the real housewives of atlanta is back um the cast is really excited about it everybody that's seen the screener said it was excellent I don't know why Bravo didn't send me that, but okay. know, make it right. <laughs> um, but uh, everyone's saying that this premiere episode is really a return to form for the Real Housewives of Atlanta. It feels like the women actually have a real relationship and they're actually real friends in real life this season. So good things should be coming from that. <laughs> um, Candy and the Gang on Bravo is still going on. There's like two or three episodes left this season. Incredible show that I really oh, hope I you guys are watching. Watch. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's make sure you watch. tune in. You're gonna enjoy it. Um, the one guy Brian that wears toupee wigs, he uh, had a funeral what? for his wig oh. that he had, <laughs> I guess, gotten all the usage out of and uh, and all the wear. He put what it in a, a in a box and covered himself in a black veil. And he kept saying, "I want to jump in the box. I want to no, jump in the no, box." No. And they buried the wig outside. So it's just the show is funny as hell. That you guys so have got silly. to watch Candy in the Game. I'm spying. I got to catch up. <laughs> yeah, make sure you tune into that. Also, um, Love and Marriage DC, starring Monique Samuels and her husband Ooh. Chris Samuels, and a whole new cast of people that is premiering soon. Wait, Love and Marriage DC? DC. Oh, yes. shit. Now I'm sucked in. DC. And after the premiere of Love and Marriage DC, which I believe it's May um, 14th or something like that, it's coming up in May. But after the premiere of Love and Marriage DC, Carlos King premieres his new. Um, late night talk show on the OWN network called oh, The Nightcap with Carlos that. King. So, so make sure you're tuning into that. Um, let me think what else you all need. Oh, how did, how could I forget? Shout out to our girl, Melissa Beck. Please tell me Melissa. that you guys are tuning in to um, The Real World Homecoming New Orleans. It is airing on I Paramount will Plus. Today. Absolutely. Make sure you tune in. It's on Paramount Plus. Melissa is, uh, listen, one episode in, Melissa's <laughs> calling, calling the dice before they stop rolling, okay? She is on there handling her business. And she's such a breath of fresh air, um, just as interesting today, even more interesting today than she was during the original season. And she was literally the breakout star of her season. Um, So it's good to see her come back. You know, that's our homegirl. She a real one. For real. Love her. Representing on there, dealing with a a fucking Karen named Julie. So make sure y'all watch that. I'm going to go into more detail about that so I can call her all kind of Karens and shit. On our Patreon page. Ain't that crazy? Oh, oh my God. So and she's still caring. Right. The Karen is still caring today. All them years later, child. So, anyway, make sure y'all are tuning into that. Um, what else are, are we supposed to be watching? Um, if anybody watches Real Housewives in New Jersey, I can't stand Melissa. Orga? I can't stand Jackie. Mm-hmm. I can't stand Jackie. Um, and I definitely can't stand Margaret. And that's why I was so glad Teresa baptized their ass with all them drinks and shit on that table when they was in um Nashville. They still drawing throwing drinks. Oh my Teresa <laughs> Teresa evolved Teresha. at this time. Like, it was like a she was acting like Carisha and Teresa Mix. She took <laughs> a, um her hands and created a tidal wave. They were in Nashville at this like barbecue <laughs> restaurant. And Teresa stood up and was like, You fucking bitch. Whoosh. And she like pushed all the like the oh ditch, all the food, red drinks, liquor, all that. And you can see Margaret's face going. And the reason it was good karma is because Margaret has pushed somebody in the pool, done all thrown water on people's head, top of people's heads. She's done all kinds of shit. So I didn't feel sorry. For, I'm supposed to feel sorry for that bitch. I don't. I didn't feel sorry for her at all when it happened. So make sure you guys are tuning in. I can't if you believe Teresa's still on there. Oh, gee, she's actually, she's actually the longest running OG out of all the franchises at this point. Because she started from the first episode and has stayed on, right? Wow. Shout out to her. She took breaks on OC. Because I remember I watched the (laughs) Jersey and New York. I feel like those are the first two and only two that I like really watched the first season and then I fell off. So I'm familiar. Oh, Atlanta. 
<laughs> I'd like to be a part of the conversation. Don't get me started on Potomac. So yeah, um, all that's oh, going did. on. I watched the first episode of uh, Karen's Crime Time Show and it was funny. Right? Wasn't it excellent? Didn't I tell <laughs> yes. you? I it told was, you that shit was good, wasn't it? They did it really I need to watch. Well. I was oh, in the friend, you would enjoy it. You would enjoy I'm it. I'm a watch. I have like my little list now based on things that y'all You can start with that watch. one. It's only going to be a few episodes, so. Okay, bet. Yeah. yeah. Um, BMF is shooting season two. Um, and I can't wait to finish watching that. Um, you know, also, um, <laughs> what else is going on? What else? Is I guess that's it. You know, it's God I, I, bless everybody. Much love. I know that you don't, don't watch, or I think you've watched some of it, but Selling Sunset, they just put up season five. Oh my and God. <laughs> friend, I love that show. Friend, they're having a reunion this time. I love that show, and I cannot tell you why. Friend, that's the they, weirdest they part. They added a black it's girl this, to this franchise. I saw, I saw, and she looks kooky. I'm ready for it. I, <laughs> I, I want Dustin, you to. Dustin, like, I really great. want you to watch this season. This season five, so I got to go back to the no, beginning. Or no, honestly, just you start really from don't. Season. <laughs> yeah, they they, they selling houses. The, the white bitches hate each other season. for whatever reason. <laughs> you don't got to get into their drama unless you really become invested. But I really just want to know how you feel about uh, this girl coming on here. Is Christine <laughs> Quinn on this show? Is that her last name? Christine is. There's yeah. a Christine, but I don't know if her last name is Quinn. It might be, she it like might a be fashion her. doll. She, she showed Karamo a house. Blonde hair. Yeah. Yep. With blue eyes, I think. Like because everybody's saying like there can't be a um a, um the Christine Quinn. Hold on. I know people hate her on this show, <laughs> but, but she's she great TV. is so funny. Yep. Yep. I yep. think that's her. That's, I yep, that's her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That's her. That's Sunset. her. She okay. is. She's the one that's uh, funny friends with the black me. girl. She's yeah, she's so friends funny. with a lot of the black girls. She's cool with Garcelle, Cynthia. Oh. She's cool with a bunch of people. Yeah, she was showing Karamo a house last season. Oh, she don't. She the only one I feel like that be showing. She uh, and apparently they had a reunion for this, and she's not gonna be at the reunion. And everybody oh. was pissed. They like, how's it gonna be a reunion without Christine Quinn? Ain't no reunion without Christine. Oh, Quinn. she's not. That's what made oh, me know this Damn. I mean, it's true, low key, because she had COVID or some shit. But she most of the problems have something. to do with her. Yeah, I'm sure Damn. she did. <laughs> she didn't want to go to that shit. <laughs> Oh my god! What <laughs> now? I'm even more interested in what the fuck is gonna happen. But see, I keep up with shit. You know, <laughs> I might not watch everything, but I keep up. You with should shit. just watch it's this good. season. You, just this because you really even don't... if just for the houses, Dustin. Like the houses. Yeah, yeah once you see the houses, you might go back world. and watch. Yeah. All right. I saw a couple that I was like, I need to step my I be look, game I be up. looking at all that, the price points, the locations. I be like making mental note of all that. Like, all right, bet. Like, Even though I don't, I wouldn't live in LA, but just the right. houses alone be killing me. Cause I'm like, where else can you live like that? Like, there's just so beautiful. The indoor, outdoor. <sighs> the infinity pools. The infinity pools. Oh my God. The views. I just. <sighs> And then they'd be like, oh, it's $40 million. You're like, oh, okay. And then, they'd <laughs> and then be he's like, cars. I'll take it cash with no contingencies. You're like, what? Cash? <laughs> what? Woo. Anyway. I'm for sale. I ain't even gonna hold you up. <laughs> also. And on that note. Century 21, baby. <laughs> for sale, right? <laughs> 
thank you so much sign in the yard (laughs) for listening as always we love you so much and we will catch you guys next week stay black and protect your magic bye